Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, May 17th, 2023. Today on the Ether, a space hosted by Don Kryptonium, initially titled Piece of Sheet, then titled Exploring Stargaze NFT Marketplace. Let's take a listen. So this is the problem. People like say, oh, he sold private stars. It's like, yeah, like it's, you know, like people are allowed to like, if that would be amount of $1 million sold at the peak, I'm like, yeah, cool, okay. Um, but also, like, I would like it to see from the vested rewards, right? So um, in my, you receive 30 million vested tokens. That's your reward for working before on Stargaze, right? You you essentially supposed to not stake it. And I think every month you received unlock of the of the tokens, right? And that this is your reward. Um, but it's a different story when you use these vested tokens to stake it at 500% APR the first hours when the network launches. And then you use these rewards to then farm on osmosis, right? And um, so I, I don't know the full story here, you know, uh, I would, I'm affiliated with Stargaze, but the backstory I know that they supposed to not stake the vested uh, tokens. So founders receive 30 million stars each. And uh, I believe, which was responsible for like 9% Genesis, it ended up more. And over time, they meant to be diluted. Um, so I don't know why they didn't build it in the, the contract. I know Osmosis also didn't build and most of Osmosis didn't stake the tokens uh, because like you, founders supposed to actually not stake the tokens. So the first hours he staked the tokens at a few hundred percent in APR. And two days later, Shane had to do it and had to stake the tokens because it's the problem, right? If one founder staked the tokens at 500% APR, shit, we have problem. So that's how the, the problem started. It would be no issue if he keep this 30 million and, you know, take, I don't know, sell 1 million of that in January. Like, I, I don't fucking give a shit. It's, it's the different story. It's, it's the story of farming and, and ragging the, the community while putting the face, I'm the nice guy, I'm not selling, I'm all for the community. Um, the the other issue is, and I know that Osmosis is not very happy for this because that's that's the broader issue, right? So um, the example is Jake who received 30 million stars, stake them and proceed to farm. Those tokens were free tokens, right? This is this is this is no capital value. Also received 400,000 of Juno, as well as Wolf, as well as others. A lot of these people proceed, so keeping in mind that those tokens are supposed to be not really staked. Um, yeah, and, and, and just to add to this, right, like it's not unique 
to not not defending Juno, right? This isn't unique to Juno. Osmosis got fucking reamed by everyone under the sun, right? Like, you know, Asset Mantle, Comdex, etc. Like all these app chains that came in uh, got incentives. Uh, some of the uh, stuff that was provided in the medium articles I, I presented, there was foundation tokens added and locked into the LPs, earning osmosis incentives, and then cashing those out as part of the foundation reserve to fund the development of the apps, right? So uh, it's probably the reason why Osmo went from 10 bucks down to 60 cents is you know the substantial amount of farming compounded with shit tokenomics meant that everyone under the sun, whether it was foundations, whether it was, you know, founders or investors providing liquidity and farming osmosis and external incentives, um, ship models that we all now know uh, are terrible and need to be improved or enhanced in some way for the future if we ever want to have a chance of actually like creating value that is sustainable. Yeah, so this is the issue. So um, I, I I know from the JQL there was 7 million worth of Osmo dumped as well. Those osmosis came from the free allocation, right, that he later farmed. Um, it's not exactly 7 million that he dumped because um, I remember like a lot of stars were actually also transferred to Osmo. So maybe this is 5 million of Osmo. But that would already add to over $10 million that was drained uh, from the ecosystem. Um, I don't know how many others, but maybe it's a few million dollars that Wolf also drained of Osmo, right? How many founders was there? Tens. So was there 50 million farmed of Osmosis by the founders of different projects? Was it $100 million? Um, we don't know. But like, yeah, there was a lot of liquidity drained. And I, I just want to say, like, it's nothing wrong selling your vested tokens. But this is like we just describing you the wider issue when you use it to farm it later and and make up the story of like this um, being okay, right? We we know that death salaries are high. So if someone make 500K a year, 1 million a year, like that's okay. Um, a lot of those uh, VC funded blockchains that the founders get probably allowed that the top developers get between a half million to million dollars, right? But if you drain like million dollars a month on average, like it's hard to excuse that. So it's not that like someone is selling their own tokens. It's selling them lying on the spaces openly to your community that you don't do it. So it's like if you lie, it kind of it proves you might be sociopath right like uh, i know there is terra spaces there's others we were all told by the guy i don't sell i'm good guy but we discovering that it's 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 facade so it's a so sociopath right todd i i see you are here so we are discussing one of the cosmos blockchain and um and essentially um, I, I tried to break you the story, like uh, one of the founders using the allocation, the invested allocation to stake the tokens as a few hundred percent and then farm it and dumping $6 million worth of the token, right? Uh, Can you slow down a little bit? This is a this is a founder of Cosmos? Um, so, sorry. No, or the specific so, project. This is specific project. To break down the Cosmos for you, it's the ecosystem of yeah. a lot of- I know you have a multiple chains. Yeah. Multiple chains. So we are talking about Stargaze. I, I work for the Stargaze. Right. Stargaze had three founders. And right. one of these founders 
Um, while working on Stargaze, he co-founded another project as well, but he didn't disclose it to other founders. Then he received the founder allocation of 30 million stars tokens, right? Um, which was a few percent of the of the initial supply. And a lot of Cosmos chains started with high inflation and high APR. So these vested tokens actually supposed to be not staked, and he proceeds to stake in them the first day at a few hundred percent APR, netting him a lot of additional tokens. Month later, he would use these tokens to proceed on the DEX and provide liquidity that were incentivized again with a few hundred percent APR. And later, he proceeds to dump $6 million worth of these tokens, essentially impacting community, uh, while not working on the Stargaze because he founded this other project, so he parted with Stargaze, but he still had this allocation while putting the facade on the spaces that I'm the good guy and never sell tokens, right? So this is the story of the of the of this one blockchain. So by the way, the Stargaze is NFT blockchain in in Cosmos that I'm affiliated. For those who don't know, yeah, um, Todd is quite famous in other spaces. Uh, Todd <laughs> is the the person that uh, fight. Uh, apes could we could we say yes anti-fascist and protest right internet friend told me about this by the way this space we were just in Milady village and he suggested that we come in here oh so, nice. so yeah it, it might be a little bit odd because it's completely um different subject um i'm mainly in ethereum when it comes to the nfts but i originated from the cosmos right and i still work for stargaze Todd is also known right. for trashing the gucci shop while protesting. Yes, and- but I'm a writer. Even though I sound like a lunatic, I'm actually a, kind of a writer about crypto and NFTs, so I am interested in this. And by the way, I was always interested in Cosmos, by the way, always have been. Um, you, you should check it out. Uh, I, I think um, you, you should also check out Stargaze, which is NFT um, layer one. Yeah, um, so do you feel that this is, I mean, do you feel, I mean, I guess I could just ask, does this feel like, um, it sounds like you're not you're still optimistic about stargaze in some sense yes or you're this is a challenge yeah i'm i'm very optimistic like um because two other founders so there is shane shane vitarana the the other founder um interesting he didn't s- sell any tokens which maybe he should like but um people were asking me yeah, i want to see other founders he didn't sell other tokens he's very passionate he has big experience in. Um, I think he's been working in the in the tech since since two thousand. So I I feel I'm quite close to Shane, and the other guy Jorge. Uh, so Jorge is probably the hardest working person on the Stargaze. Um, the guy from from Guatemala, really one of the best uh, Cosmosm devs in Cosmos. So this is other two founders fully engaged. And Stargaze has also 10 other developers. I believe Stargaze team is total of 15 people. Um, 10 of them is developers. But but we do have strong community. And Todd, I will be happy. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, I'm looking at the tweets about, yeah, the, the volume on this chain is quite remarkable, huh? Um, yeah, so we do have some of like uh, high volume of the NFTs, which is like we are $15 million blockchain by the market cap right now. We have higher NFT volumes than Tezos, the Near, and some other major blockchains, right? It's now, how do you explain that? Is that because of of the the trading that's going on, or because of the NFT 
minting or quantity? Um, may, maybe someone, there was also Shrewd I know wanted to speak, but like, I wonder if anyone wants to add how come the Stargaze got these uh, volumes. Of course, they are not like insane ones like Ethereum or Solana, but I think for the size of the blockchain, um, they're, they're quite good. And, and I think they will be higher because um, there is multiple people working on the on the new NFTs. Uh, there was one popular collection, Bad Kids, that were responsible for like majority of this volume. By the way, Todd, I will send you some stars and some NFTs if you want to test it. Um, yeah, sure. Later, I, if I you have, do you have Kepler? Please, yeah. No, I've always been. I've, um, <clears throat> no, I need to. I need to. I need to be totally on board with the Cosmos. To be honest, I've always just been. I've been reading articles about it. You know more than actually. Yeah. Doing um, stuff. Uh, I, I know you very much hooked up. On the, I like uh, I'm all about the tech. So I like the idea that, you know, this was an API to make a, a blockchain quickly. That was always what interested me. About yeah, the Cosmos. issue is it's not fun. You know, I know many people also don't like in Milady. They said you are like too engaged, uh, I guess. Um, but uh, I, I think we're missing some of the Ethereum fan. There is a lot of tech and there is a lot of uh, nerds in Cosmos, but there is very little of fun. But if you like um, uh, fascism, uh, I think it will be very interesting because somehow people in Cosmos love to talk about Nazis all the time. Uh, in fact, one of the founders, Jake Wan, if, if someone can send it, like had the whole GitHub made of... Um, what was it like jewish people like it was tons of pages but he got mentally unwell right and um uh got in this like conspiracy theory circle and and uh, many people accuse him of being nazis so I, I think you will enjoy doing some work in cosmos as well i'm looking i'm looking through stargates right now yeah uh it's it's super like so we have no gas fees if you use ethereum it's it's massive issue um so the stargaze generate revenues of the platform fees um but yeah it's it's very fast it's no gas fees of course collections are much smaller and yeah. i think we need more of the fun collections right like um i would always see like all the um milady lore is is very fun to me we we miss that um I, I can tell you, like, uh, I, I think maybe it suits you because once someone makes, like, uh, some fascist joke or something like this, people don't like it in Cosmos. So maybe it, it suits you. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, well, Cosmos, presumably, it has, a, it has kind of a futuristic, right? They're, they're way beyond these petty human concerns, right? Is that the ethos of Cosmos? How would you describe the culture of Cosmos? Well, uh, I'd love to after me some, so, someone jump. But Sorry, I, I don't want to distract you. But. No, it's cool. Uh, I think it's too nerdy. It's not fun. Like, you know, I actually ventured from Cosmos to Ethereum because it was more fun. Because I could put the Milady PFP or whatever and say anything. Um, but to give you an example, before I had it, I would make some... Um, some copy pastas jokes from Remilio, for example, from the Remilio paper. And many people of Cosmos would be like, hey, what's happening with Don Kryptonium? Yeah, I think he's going too far. And I was like, um, yeah, that's not good. So when I, but then on the Remilio side, people would be like, hey, that's funny. And it was like very chill. And I was feeling like, yeah, we miss that in Cosmos. We miss the fact of like not giving a fuck. 
and not taking jokes seriously. But sometimes when you make the joke in Cosmos, when you attack developers, they would suddenly get very serious and like, yeah, developers deserve to get paid. You are wrong. You are harmed to this ecosystem, right? So it's very yeah. like developer focused. But it, I feel in Cosmos, the community is actually very disrespected. Like community is viewed as the, hey, they don't know nothing because they don't write the code. And maybe others have the feeling. So shrewd, Lil Gaines, Rama, if anyone wants to... Uh, jump Nostradamus 360 Terra Spaces. Whoever wants to jump, feel free. I'm looking through Stargaze right now. I'm seeing some interesting things. Yeah, I I guess I'd say to Todd is that so Stargaze is strictly like an NFT chain in the cosmos. So like a lot of the activity for NFTs is is done there. There are NFTs on other Cosmos blockchains. But a majority of it, like Stargaze is literally like an L1 built for NFTs. So that's why you see like this huge volume. So even though Stargaze market cap is very low, you could kind of almost think that it it essentially is NFTs for the greater cosmos. What is the star in dollars approximately right now? (laughs) Like a penny and a half. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, One cent, 1.2 cent. It's and and just to just to give you perspective, it was eighty cents at the start. So, oh wow! When this one of the founder was jump dumping it. It was like um. So, I think the Stargaze hit like close to one billion dollar valuation at the start before even marketplace launch. And there was story of many Cosmos chains. So, it was the perfect breed of um dumping the tokens of the community before in cosmos there was a lot of hype and it was after the ethereum top so ethereum top you had in 2021 and cosmos top was january february 2022 multiple people received the airdrops that were worth tens of thousands of dollars so um was very weird so we are highly rugged and as we were speaking of this one founder dumping six million dollars right how did it affect stargaze um, we don't know exactly. Maybe it would be three cents. Maybe we, it would be four cents. I'm not sure exactly how uh, how much uh, it affected the price. But to give you perspective, like the total volume since Genesis on Stargaze was around five point five million dollars of the of the NFT marketplace. The founder dumped six million, so he dumped more than total volume that was pulled by the platform, which is still okay. Um, so, so the dumping was like really high, but yeah, it's, it's very cheap. Um, obviously at default were other things like the high inflation because the inflation of the stars tokens, I think started at 70%. So a lot of sell pressure, uh, from other sources, surely. Uh, but now the stargaze is changing its tokenomics and capping the supply. And so it's hard to predict where the price will go. I I don't really like to speculate on the on the price. No, of course not. Um, but we are small chain, and we are hub for the NFTs in Cosmos. So, if Stargaze will get more of the interesting NFTs and build the communities around this, it's fair to assume that it might do well. But it's hard to predict because maybe people will yeah. have no interest, right? And it's slowly you know, I'm, I'm looking at it. You know, it's I don't know if you care about my comments on it, but 
you know, I, one thing I'm noticing is that there's a lot of variance in the, the style of the NFTs. You know what I mean? It's hard to, looking through the list, it's hard to kind of say, oh, this is a, you know, this is a Stargaze NFT. You know what I mean? Sometimes like, you know, I could kind of get a feel for what a Solana NFT is and what an Ethereum NFT is. But I feel that Stargaze is a little bit maybe all over the place right now, which is not necessarily bad. But I think maybe that was one thing maybe that's holding it back a little bit is the sense of like, what is, you know what I mean? What is, what, what type of NFT would I want on Stargaze? Does that make sense? Maybe there's, there could be more in kind of culture developing. Yeah, I kind of get it. Like, you know, because when you look at this, right, a lot of, um, for example, I'm I'm also looking at this and, and you see some kind of like uh, uh, some apes derivatives and it feels like almost like Solana. Like it doesn't have this. I, I think the yeah, it feels more like a Solana than Ethereum right now. Yeah. So um, I I understand it. It might be missing some of the identity. It, it probably needs to di- discover itself. Um, and, and I think this maybe this diversity, right? It's like, yeah, yeah. maybe it will find something. But I, I would tell you probably like the prime ones, as I said, bad kids is the is the is the top art since the since Yeah, the that's start. an interesting one. That's a very interesting I'm looking at that. Yeah. So at first it feels like it's it's bad, but you, you will discover there was like a lot of work going into it. So the this no, is the one I can see that one artist from from new york so this was genesis collection and it was like uh only 100 stars the the newer one is pixel wizards if you click on it uh so this is the one guy who came after terra this is interactive so if you press q w e or r on the keyboard they will interact with you so there is like some cool they, they make sounds yeah 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 so yeah, you see that. So, like, it's it's still small, but I do hope man, more people will come doing the collections. Um, and and the the good things about NFTs, I do feel like people will make their communities right. So, bad kids have it. The, the thing with bad kids, I didn't enjoy. It has like very quiet community, and it actually that's what pushed me into Milady more. Like, I I felt there was, you know, how the bad kids talk right like you, you know how 13 year old kids talk they are offensive they are maybe even racist and and stuff like this but the bad kids were actually very nice which i didn't like um but there is like many others i i know there is one artist called maria who built the collections around women's she has her own community right lil gains and shrewd here they run usually cosmos spaces and they made adoras so like all of these peoples have um oh Todd is gone. He he got bored. So all of these people have <laughs> essentially they um they own communities. I think he um, dropped off. Uh, maybe you couldn't hear you because yeah. of that Twitter spaces bug. He came back. Yeah, so, Sorry about that. So via those via those NFTs, some of the people build their own communities. It may be 30 people, it may be 50 people, but I, I think this is the purpose of, of NFTs that you actually build your own networks. Um, uh, not many succeed, um, but yeah, ho- hopefully, um, hopefully will be more. Yeah. I think, I mean, personally, you know, kind of, I've, I've actually looked at a lot of, uh, layer two ch- NFT chains and stuff. And I, I think it's so important to build that like aesthetic of like what the, you know, what the, the culture of the chain is, you know, 
I think that's real. Yeah, um, that's what I've noticed a lot is that, you know, it's it's kind of it's important to kind of have a sense of like this is the type of NFT. You know what I mean? In a, in a smaller marketplace. Yeah. So so you would assume that each of the chain they supposed to have their own like network vibe. Yeah, I right? think that's important, especially if you're competing with like Ethereum, which is kind of the standard bearer, mm -hmm. you know. You need to kind of, it'd be good to kind of develop, like, I can tell right now pixel art is a big element. That's maybe one thing. I like the Curry John's, Curry, or Kujiran's collection. Kujiran's, yeah. Yeah, so, so um, Kujira, Kujira is actually other layer one blockchain in in Cosmos. Ah, so okay. they just dropped it. So when they dropped the NFT, they dropped it on Stargaze, right? Um, They're very beautiful, yeah, if you those say whales. That, then I'm going to buy buy maybe some of them so they, they mainly like they actually came from luna when luna collapsed a lot of these projects came from luna to to drop here um so yeah it's it's pretty nice because we benefited from these other networks right many blockchains when they drop a new chain and they want some collection for the blockchain they will drop it on stargaze and maybe because of stargaze it's it's it doesn't have like as as I just said, right? It has these different communities. Maybe that's what makes the chaos, right? That Kujirans came and there are actually other community um that do something. Um and and that's what might maybe bring this diversity to, to the chain. Mm, I'm working on something and like I feel it will be very different for Stargaze because I think the Stargaze like NFTs are very correct. I'm not sure how to say it. Like you know, very soft in 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 its being. Um, yeah. Anyone wants to add something about the the stories? Like I'm surprised there are so many people here. I think there needs to be a a stargaze. You know, a, like a a star NFT. You know, like a stargazing kind of space NFT. Um. Someone like we we had like yeah. Um. I know someone is working on the like kind of like um, celestial like NFT. Uh, some people were using Stargaze elements in the NFT, but but that's not ideal, right? Like it's it should be something that is fully driven on the on the on the idea. You can do it, Todd. Well, I think that yeah, I think that. Well, I'm just saying I like. I mean, I think Cosmo. I think that's one of the great things about the Cosmos chain itself is that kind of space idea, you know, that we're, we're venturing into space, you know, every blockchain is kind of its own planet. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly the idea, right? Like that it's, it's essentially the, each layer one, it's its own planet or, or galaxy and they are able to, to connect. That's the, um, but still, we, we don't really know if this model will be successful because it's still yeah. most of the most of the innovation I can tell you, most of the innovation happens actually on Ethereum, which we miss, right? Like the Uniswap was twenty twenty, right? Um, we we usually like year or two years after that. Um, well, I think Com Cosmos is kind of premised on the idea that there's going to be all this a lot a lot more demand maybe for independent blockchains than has materialized but yeah. that may not that may not but it that still may happen you know it's right that's kind of a gamble yeah if i, 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 if I may on. can i add something so yeah one thing i one thing i like about stargaze is that um it's like very community driven right uh the community does have like a big a big say in what happens with the chain 
uh, a lot of the stuff that happens on the chain, like if it's a really big, like big change, it's done via governance. And everybody that has the stars token and they stake their stars token can vote on proposals, can can even, you know, propose to like do other things on the chain. And the developers that are building this marketplace, man, they they're always they're always all ears. They're always listening. They're always watching the chat to see what are some things that people are uh, suggesting that they that has to be done with the with the marketplace. And they're very quick to react to like suggestions. So in the yeah, do you get what I'm saying? Like in the end, they, yeah. they want this to succeed. I have a question because you know there's no gas. Does has anybody taken advantage of that to do creative smart contracts with their NFTs? Yeah, so um, someone was, uh, before there was no gas, there was a uh, spam. So it, it wasn't a major issue. But there was much spam? When you had the NFT, because there was no gas, you could like use the bot to list your NFT 10,000 times a day to be on the front page. So they introduced 0. <laughs> 0.5 star yeah. fee to remove that. And, and I think it worked. Um, it wasn't ideal because you introduced the listing fee, which is kind of not ideal. And uh, there is platform fees, right? So if you buy the NFT, like sell the NFT, uh, there is 2% platform fee. Half of this is like uh, 1% is like burned and 1% go to stakers. I think over time it could like go lower to 1% because obviously uh, we would have to stay competitive. But yeah, the spam was um, one of the What's advantages. the NFT standard like? Is it, I mean, equivalent to 721 uh, or, is it, or is there anything yeah, what's the, what's the exact name of the standard? Like, Lee, it's the C, is it like CW721? Like, what is it? So, yeah, so right now it's not, but yeah, right? we're, moving, we're moving to ICS 721, which will be um compatible with the uh same version that i think is like the ethereum standard but it's just the cosmos version of it yeah and you will be able to move this and you, this is and this is programmed in um in cosmos wasm is that right or no or is that cosmosm cosmosm yeah, so so to break it down to you, like the Cosmos chains are usually built with the Cosmos SDK, right? Right. Uh, Cosmos Hub doesn't really have the smart contracts enabled. It doesn't do anything. Uh, Stargaze have smart contracts, which is Cosmosm. So it's equivalent to Ethereum virtual machine. And it's interoperable. So, you know, once we have... It's solidity. Uh, it's, it's solid. You can code in solidity. It's it's Rust. Cosmosm is oh, Rust. Rust. Okay, Rust. Yes. Cosmos. Oh, Rust. Okay, but it has yeah. all. It's it's like you know it's extensible or it's it's yes, so, but but the Cosmos SDK is in Go, but the smart contracts the Cosmosm is in Rust, right? So like it might be a little con confusing, and you know like how Cosmos works, you can actually send the native tokens between the chains, so you don't really wrap them as you have with bridge, which kind of like removes the danger of the bridge. So if I send the stars token to Osmosis, for example, there's like native tokens on Osmosis, like the Stargaze, right? So they, they are removed from Stargaze and then they go to Osmosis and, and back. So, so you can move it. So yeah, the one problem was the spam. And um, of course, when it comes to like exploiting smart contracts, so 
uh, when you want to deploy the custom smart contract, the stargaze is actually permissioned. So you have to do it via governance. So um, to give you, you know, pseudoswap maybe? Or, or yeah, any, yeah, yeah, so correct. if you want to deploy your version of pseudoswap as the Cosmos contract on Stargaze, you have to make the proposal and it has to go via governance so people see if it's malicious contract or not. So it's downgrade, like, because, yeah, like, uh, it's permissioned, but if it would be permissionless, you know, someone could drop malicious contract to hold in the network or, or something like this. It happened with other networks um before um but yeah if you want to contribute like it's always free and something that Lil Gaines was was uh saying um like your tokens are always DAO tokens so uh I see White Merlin here below uh with us he's actually responsible for tokenomic change so he made the proposal on the forum to adjust the tokenomics that they doesn't work, it dilutes the price, and it went in, right? Like on Ethereum, you cannot really go and change change anything as the community member. So it, like this is this part of the community driven. If you become the Stargaze community, like you can propose things, you can actively actively talk about uh, the changes you want to see. If you have the validator, you can have the validator if you tech person, right? So then you like even more involved. In, in Are there the meme coins on Targaze? So yeah, this is um, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. We don't really have fun in Cosmos. Like we don't. Like we don't even have meme coins here. Right? You have fun. Now so, I was looking at it. Cosmos Wasm is uh, is a, is is German. Is there a German company involved with this? I was wondering about that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Confio, they are inventors of Cosmosm, I believe. Someone might correct me. And they are Germany Incorporated. Um, I'm not a fan of theirs as well. Like, there's a lot of fights between yeah. people. Um, but yeah, there's like multiple organizations. And the inventor of Cosmosm is Ethan Frey. Uh, one other guy, I'm sorry that I don't remember the other guy, and the third guy is actually Shane, who later dropped and co-founded Stargaze, right? So they, they invented Cosmos, which is the, the the standard, I think, 2019 or 18 during Cosmos Hackathon. Uh, so Ethan later proceeds to uh, found the Confio company that manages Cosmos and a few other things. Does this idea of Cosmos sound interesting or is confusing? We've, no, we've well, I've always been interested. In, I've always been interested in it actually because I I like I just like anything that's you know where I could I just like the idea of a new technology learning you know using new languages to create blockchains. I'm, I just always liked that idea, but I never yeah. got around to it because I got so wrapped up in this fucking board API club thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to tell the truth. Get engaged, right? Um, you know, I, I I do feel like um, it could be different, like uh, because I don't really get uh, hooked up on the board at the club. And if someone like tweets the Nazi things or fascist right. things or well, racist things, I'm like, yeah. it's just Twitter. Well, but on the other hand, you know, one of the things I mean, this is kind of what I would recommend. You know, sometimes controversy can be good. 
you know, the I, I mean, the one of the reasons that Ethereum is so successful, NFTs are so successful, is because of this drama of the evolution of the meta. You know, that's what I think is so important. That's why I encourage, you know, stargaze people to really think about what is the culture? What type of NFTs do we want? What are we promoting? You know, that's that's my instant reaction as as an NFT writer <laughs> is that it's 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 and I saw this on some of the Ethereum layer twos that have NFT platforms is that they're you know, it doesn't they don't work. And I think Solana had the same problem is that you really have to get that meta going. You know, you have to get that critical mass of people saying, this is what we want on Cosmos. This is the type of NFTs we like. You know, this is our meta. This is what we stand for. I think that's so critical. And and I think, I don't know, that's just my opinion. You know? You get it so right. Like, I'm, I, I just want to get... So, I'm now on Stargaze, and I clicked on the, on the collection that is called Hustler Bears Social Club. And I'm like, this is not, not, not from here. Like, you know, this is something someone would make on Solana. It's copy of the of the copy. And it's like what we have in Cosmos, right? So we have a lot of malicious founders that choose to drain community. We have the people who play it nice and in fact they 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 fuck you behind your back. Why people don't play with this rhetoric, right? Like um because the drama that you have here, right, which is impacting you in negative way, right? If if yeah. the, the, the fund, fund the if, fund if you don't like yeah. the founders, if you don't yeah. like the nerds, because like uh, you know, it's so funny. Like I would tell you that the confio essentially the, the the people who manage the cosmos they they essentially went bust, and they were so desperate that the one of the founder of cosmos was tweeting that maybe they should go on the strike because community should pay them money. Which was quite funny because it's like, right. dude, you don't live in the real world. Like, so I think people in Cosmos should play this way with NFTs. You can actually troll people, yeah, via NFTs because Cosmos, you have this very distinguished culture here. But instead of doing this, people try to copy what made success on Solana and drop the Hustler Bears social club, which is cringe and bad, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it's critical. To um, I just think I yeah, that's this is my reaction looking through it a little bit. It's just that it's it's too it's too broad based, and also I think a lot of the NFTs are trying to be too flashy. You know, I'm noticing. You know, you know, one of the things I love about Ethereum NFTs is a lot of them are very crude. You know, they're very they they really embody a, a message or an, an ethos of what it means to be an Ethereum NFT person, and that only develops with a strong culture. Todd, I you drop in Ray Alpha. Like and um I'm grateful for this because there is many many cosmos people don't come from Ethereum and, and this is I, I think this is massive strength of Ethereum because you know what Cosmos people are often hooked up on the like yeah Ethereum is so bad because it's such a high gas piece. And it's like yes but the low gas fees is not how you build the culture. Like, um, you know, I like Milady, right? And Remedio. And it's such a distinguished culture that when I, like, you look at the Milady and it presents you the, the message that it carries. What, what's the message? I don't know. But um, 
when I look at your PFP, I right away thinks about like the fact they couldn't mean, the fact about them being accused of pedo Nazi cult, them getting cancelled. All this great stuff. And and you see all the story, right? You see and and you also start seeing the past of the 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 milady, which like origins of Mia, maybe. So when you look at this, it carries artistic value and it carries the message, right? So if you place the milady in the museum, you actually will see that, that it was like massive internet performance of whole community. Right. If you, if you put some random NFT, like if you, let's say, put the gods in the, in the museum, it carries nothing. You have, like it, it doesn't, right. doesn't have soul. So many people could say, yeah, milady is maybe angry for some people or something. It, it has this very unique and specific culture that it carries right. with. And, and you know, Cosmos, in some sense, Cosmos should rely on its strength, you know, which, which it's, at least it's, you know, it's, I mean, even in the name of it, you know, Adam, Cosmos, Stargaze, it's like, this is Star Trek. This is the future. You know, we're, the, I, the message should be, we're way ahead of you. You know, we're already on another planet. We're already building colonies. You know, I would love to see a collection that sends that message. I think that's where I would start, you know? And I just think, I think that's, that's kind of the problem is that an, an exchange is easy. You know, like we're dealing with Ethereum. A lot of people don't realize, I think the biggest threat to Cosmos, right, is these layer twos on Ethereum, right? But they have the same problem Cosmos does right now with NFTs. You go on these layer two Ethereum, and there's every one of them has their own NFT, but they look very much to me like Stargate in that they're just kind of people just trying things. You know what I mean? But that's why, what my opinion, it only takes one or two collections. You know, and I think that's what the history of Ethereum shows you is that you just have a few collections that really capture the attention, that build a community, whether even, I mean, way before Miladies, you know, obviously CryptoPunk and Board Yacht Club. But I think that's the thing that's my intuition looking at this right now is that you don't have a collection that really epitomizes the community. And that's something where everybody can come together, you know, and all just agree, you know, we're going to, we're going to figure out what, what we stand for and what, and kind of, and we're all going to agree to mint that thing out. You know, I think that's, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm starting rant a little bit, but, and just from looking at something for five minutes, but I, that's my feeling is that right now there's nothing I'm seeing that really distinguishes that from these layer twos on Ethereum. You know, yeah, that's you know, harsh you criticism. You do have a point, Todd. Can you hear me, by the way? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and the bad kids could have been a really like prime example for that kind of collection on Stargate to like take that take that ahead. But because of the the founders, uh, they're not very like close with the community. But if if there were a different set of founders, uh, they could definitely take that project. Uh, in that in that direction that you just mentioned, am I right, Don, or what do you think about that? About yeah, I, I was thinking of Bad Kids. That is like one very distinguishable collection, but you need something more than um, just the art. Sometimes, right? You you need the you need a very strong community behind that. You right. made actually great points about the one collection that can elevate, right? So. Uh, imagine in the scenario that there is suddenly one collection that starts trending because of some reason, because of some controversy, because it's something unique, right? It makes people feel. 
the whole stargaze could bloom because of that, put the eyes and make people experiment and, and doing their own collections. So yeah, that's how it works with NFTs. Right? Yeah. Like the, I think the whole success and the and the massive rise of the Ethereum price were actually NFTs. And it right. started with, with the with the crypto punks. Um yeah and you were yeah. talking about you know Milady a little bit, you know, think about with Yeo and this Canto, you know, this thing on Canto. You know what I mean? There's this layer two canto that is sort of obscure, but this, you know, Lil, uh, Lil Gaines knows, you know, there's this Yeo collection that launched on it. And it's so distinctive that it kind of, you know, now it, all the all the people on that, that layer two or that canto are saying, you know, this is kind of becoming canto. It's just such a great collection, you know, and it brought attention to it. I think that's yes. kind of the message. And I think as a community, if you're if you're struggling with overcoming this this scandal, the best way to, to is to buckle down and get everybody on the same page, you know, and say, you know, we want to, we want to support an NFT collection or collections that really epitomize us. Yeah. That, that, that's, what I think I the art is about. so much more important than all this tokenomics bullshit. And the, you know what I mean? That's, it's got to start with the art when you're talking about NFTs. Period. 100%, like now, you know, Kanto is essentially Yeo. And and I know Yeo wants to uh, wants to leave. I think they go into Ethereum because I, I think it also it's it's almost seems like Ethereum is more fair. Like I, I think for me, Yeo will be like even if they move to Ethereum, like you always see, yeah, that was the collection from Kanto, which is still will hold well. Um, the problem is, you know, Kanto has actually the same model what Cosmos blockchains like did, uh, which they, they would say essentially, oh, we are community driven. We don't have venture capital, but the insiders of Kanto dump $1 million worth of tokens on your head every week. Right? It's like, right. it's not exactly moral. And the only way that price is holding right now, it was because Kanto was trending, uh, sorry, because the Yeo was trending. So Yeo is saving all Kanto. Uh, right now, uh, block uh, blockchain yeah. party. You wanted to to speak. Uh, you had the hand raised. Uh, sorry for for holding you. Like, uh, oh shit, he gave up. Sorry. The other thing is, you know, um, it's tricky because it's fr it's frustrating to hear some of your frustrations because I mean, Cosmos in some sense is all about the idea of you having more control, right? So if you're being held back by some things from the central cosmos devs, that's not a good message. You know, I hope they can, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, so, people would probably choose cosmos because they're, the premise is like, well, if I'm choosing cosmos, you know, I kind of, um, I'm, I have more ownership over what I'm doing. Right. And I think it's facade. So this is the idea, right? We are community driven. You can see if you have DAO on Ethereum, maybe 2% of the people get engaged. Like in Cosmos, it's notoriously over 50% of, of votes. Um, but it all, like, it came to realization to me that this sort of democratic DAO model, it doesn't really work. Yeah. Because you will have um, many influential people could spread the propaganda. Then the truth is also insiders usually have a lot of votes and they can easily overthrow a lot of proposals and they can spread propaganda and stuff like this the other thing is that community not always will know what is the best for the blockchain 
Um, I, I want to give you an example. So uh, Stargaze had the proposal to lower the platform fee, which was essentially good for the creators, right? Lower lower platform fee. Um, but the validators initially, it, it passed. But initially, before people would start speaking up, the validators voted no for this because it seemed like, no, like the revenues needs to be higher, so we vote no. So there is misalignment sometimes between the validators, between how community votes and stuff like this. So that's why I think like this, this model of voting via chain and being community driven, it doesn't exactly work. And I think it still need to be discovered more was the right model. And um, I, I think it's usually, it, it costs usually money because it usually, there's a lot of mistakes done along the way. And there is also a lot of mistakes done, like in 2022, when founders received tons of vested tokens they could stake and essentially wrecked all the ecosystem. Um, anyone wants to add something, Shrut? Uh, anyone who wants to respect uh, request to speak on any subject, you are you are also free free to do it. So, do you think that you know? Are you? considering taking kind of a community role or a leadership role or you're kind of more interested in this just as an active participant and investor you know where does where do you fit into all this i i started having family recent months after i got more engaged in milady i i really i enjoy you know crypto essentially allowed me to discover twitter and NFTs allowed me to have fun on Twitter. So I like to hang out around communities. I like to see the fun NFTs happening. So I'm more into like social role. I want to, uh, I like entertainment of crypto. I like the social aspect of this. And I think this, this social aspect and cultural aspect is essentially more important than tech. Um, many wouldn't agree, but Cosmos will succeed if it will start trending for some reason. It could be maybe some very hot NFT when it will put Cosmos on the radar and many people from other ecosystems will be like, yeah, I'm going there to build. And the role of those who control the network right now will become smaller because they will become irrelevant because maybe they don't have good ideas. The best ideas come from small builders. Right, you can see on Ethereum there is a lot of great applications being built with no money, and those applications are like years ahead of Cosmos. Despite the network being unusable, there is this people who have ideas, and we need those. Has um have they ever um you know I, I'm looking right now that Ignite Accelerator has a fund, a hundred fifty million dollar fund. Would have they would they ever fund an NFT project? So Ignite actually collapsed. Uh, oh so yeah. This, <laughs> um, this was just this is this article from Rarma. one month ago. I'm looking at the the press release by Cosmos. Yeah, Rarma. So so this. Oh is yeah, the, this is this just is... like yesterday. Oh no, this so shit this... is old. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is not good. The, okay, the Ignite website is really old. Never so to mind. break it down, also Rarma, <laughs> sorry, you are welcome sorry. to you are welcome to speak if you want. So there is two found founding fathers of Cosmos, right? It's the Interchain Foundation. On one side, by the way, like you can see mismanagement, Interchain Foundation in last year spent 51 or $52 million, which is more than what Ethereum Foundation spent on way smaller ecosystem. 
right? Like, um, so you see massive mismanagement of the of the of the people. Definitely. Yeah, and it's a bad sign that the website is so out of date, to be honest. That's another bad sign. Uh, and then other side was all in beats, which is driven by Jay Kwon. Um, and Jay Kwon is a little bit like fixated on a lot of conspiracy theories and on Jewish people. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> and, and Ignite meant to spin off of all in beats, but it didn't happen. Right, so there is only all in beats now, and the ignite doesn't exist. the The company like ignite doesn't doesn't really exist. So, um, yeah, this is why a lot of people maybe give up on the Cosmos Hub because it has these two confounding parties which don't do really well. Uh, so it makes more sense to focus on building your own blockchain um, in, instead of that, like Stargaze. Um, the other example that I like is Stride, for example, which provides liquid staking derivatives uh, i think they do quite well they, they've been successful um they talk and did quite well as well so yeah there is uh so many different mismanagement and misalignments um, yeah i can tell i mean cosmos was always interesting to me because it has a great story you know the idea but yeah, i can see what i'm looking through the cosmos website and i'm seeing exactly what you're saying that there's a lot of um it's bad signs of the way that they're, you know what I mean? It's very well designed, but when you actually go through the links, you see that things are out of date and you know what I mean? It's not Yeah, good. so that, that's why I say it will succeed when the people from outside will come. When, when they're like, right. oh yeah, I, I like building here and they will build some some amazing applications, right? Um, like Uniswap was, it's it's insane. Like the the the, the innovation of Uniswap is crazy. Right, it's very expensive to use. Still, everyone uses it, but it's amazing applications, and um, it, it it was the first one. Uh, we have the yield farming opportunity, yield finance, and stuff. It was discovered on Ethereum, right? Uh, then with the all NFTs, it started on Ethereum. Then the platforms uh, for the NFTs, like PseudoSwap, like NFTX, like uh, Caviar AMM. Those innovations all happen on Ethereum. It doesn't really happen on Cosmos. So Cosmos focuses too much on performance and too little of the culture and, and, and users, I, I think. So, yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of things, it looks like they've been slow for a, while, for a year or so. The, the, the blockchains are actively building. Many projects collapsed yeah. and many oh, of yeah. them run. Many of them made millions. Uh, so yeah, and anyone wants to add something? Um, it, it's it's sorry, it sorry sounds like fud, but I'm just trying to kind of. Uh, I was always interested in Cosmos, just kind of abstractly. So oh, Todd, don't worry. The Cosmos is in such a green place uh, that everyone in Cosmos is fad in Cosmos. Rarma is fad in Cosmos. Lil Gaines is fad in Cosmos. Look, he even changed the NFT to Yeo because everyone is so sick of Cosmos. Like, trust me, Cosmos people hate Cosmos. Man, if we had that, like, if we had like five percent of the Yayo uh, community energy in in Cosmos, I mean, oh my God, you'd you'd see everything fucking just turn turn to gold. I, I just that if I just a little bit of energy that the Yayo community has, dude, would change change the the, the view over here. Maybe like Yayo should take over Cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that they want to they want to breach to Ethereum, and it's like if Yayo would breach to Stargaze, it would be absolutely sick. 
but I know they will not because it's like very it's different culture. I I I I know what they want, and Remedia has their own way of doing things, right? So, um, I know like trying to push the certain idea on Remedia, like it's it it's never work. Like you never can can push push. But Todd, I'm I'm interested like about you because uh, the first Thank time you. when I learned about you, I I thought you are mentally ill. Right. Um, well, that's not determined yet. But yeah, go ahead. So, um, but you are actually like quite like based, I think, despite your um, engagement in like certain things, because like, yeah, constantly protesting. Um, <laughs> but but you, 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 you're you are having PhD or you work on your PhD. Yeah, I do a lot of things. I'm a writer. I'm kind of an activist. Um, I do a lot of different things, but I'm, I, you know, I, my story, at least with crypto is I was always very dubious of Bitcoin and a lot of crypto for the longest time because of just ecological reasons and just kind of uh, a dislike for the culture of crypto. But, you know, here we're talking about NFTs and stargaze, you know, NFTs have simulated me in the last year. Um, because of the freedom that artists have on uh, with NFTs, you know the 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 censorship resistance, and also the the also the pure potential of smart contracts and computing on blockchains. I just think it is. I think it is an interesting, very important technology. Um, but um, Cosmos was something I was always following because it was what very you know they had a very good marketing for it, right? They had they have very good graphics. You know, you get the sense that that it's you know they have very futuristic thing but i and i liked the um I, I always was telling myself oh i gotta i gotta create a chain on cosmos i kept telling myself to get around to it i probably would have if i didn't get so deep into nfts um because that's to be honest that's what i really love is the hacking shit i know a lot of people don't believe me because they just see me as this writer and troublemaker but no i really am stimulated by um by the tech of it so and i'm a i'm a lifelong programmer just just do um do nft on on a stargaze and and yeah well i think maybe this is yeah i'd love to see people talk about this you know i think i think it'd be interesting for that you and the community maybe people come together and just decide you know and i I think there can be some intentionality to it you know i think that's the next step for you guys and maybe me is to think you know what would represent what would be a type of nft that would really work well on this marketplace you know, and, and epitomize it. And I think that, you know that requires really, some thought. You know, what's really cool and what I like doing, like this space, um, you mix essentially two different people who never spoke to each other, right? Like, I, I mean, we spoke before, but many of the people here never heard you, never heard about you. Yeah, and, and, like, and NFT communities, crypto communities are too segregated, you know. And I love doing this on Discord as well, throwing the people from different communities. So I usually like, you know, I'm trying to like, when I'm trying to make some group, I often through few people from Milady, some people from Stargaze and, and stuff like this. And it's, it's quite random probably for the people because I know both sides, but like there is like essentially people who speak to each other, not knowing each other, which is, um, what's your source of income? Because you have the <laughs> because you have the legal That's a very bold right, for for trashing some it's of the Amelia <laughs> NFT perp. <laughs> no, I do a lot of different things. I'm a writer, you know, I'm a writer and I have um I for a long time I was, you know, getting money from graduate st- stuff and teaching, but um 
right now I'm 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 looking for a new job at some point. So I'm I'm right right now I'm writing it. I'm finishing up this dissertation um, on on Samuel Huntington and Clash of Civil on the some people may know him, the author of the Clash of Civilizations. I don't know if you guys know Samuel Huntington, Harvard professor. I'm writing about uh, the Cold War, uh, the long uh, intellectual history of one of the most important political scientists. Um, but I started getting into NFTs, oddly enough. I think, I, I don't know if you know, I don't know, as an activist, because I was helping another artist, the artist who made Fearless Girl, uh, this little girl statue that's against Charging Bull. Um, I'm a, an activist in New York City who deals with public art, and she wanted to launch an NFT project. And so, but these, all these consultants, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to make her pay tens of thousands of dollars to launch smart contracts and shit. I said, well, I can probably do that. And we went to NFT New York city together and I saw board API club and I met all these NFT and crypto people. And I just realized that this is, you know, this is an amazing story. Crypto and the communities and the art is an important story of our time. And one of the things that, you know, you're telling me and, and I'm learning from this space is that you have all these people all over the world who put their heart and soul into cosmos and into stargaze. And many of them feel disappointed in some ways and they're confused about what's happening. But I personally think that the story of what you guys did and what you believed in and your memes and what you experienced is an important part of your lives and, and your, you know, your dreams. And I'd love to see if you're doing NFTs and you have an NFT platform to kind of take those experiences and take your, the culture that you built before it's lost forever. And everyone just goes their separate ways and gives up on this thing. Give it one more go maybe and express it in art. You know, that's what I would like to see. And that's what I love. That's what I love about um, crypto is I, I, you know, I wrote an article a few days ago for a New York publication about how many scams are appearing on Ethereum and how dark things are. But, you know, there's also beauty in that. You know, there's also people's hopes and dreams. And I just think that maybe, you know, in this space where you guys are frustrated, maybe that's an opportunity to, 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 um, to I don't know, to think about, um, what you, what your experiences and how you could reflect that in an NFT collection together. Does that make sense? So yeah, in terms of me, you know, it's not too much important who I am, but it's, I'm, I came into NFTs planning to write a book about it and to, to experience it and to, to, to write articles about it. That's where I am. And I'm glad that I learned about Stargaze. I didn't know anything about it. So now I, now I know. This is something great that you said, like, take the experiences and put it out there. Like the most successful, uh, the most important part for NFT for me, like make it honest, right? So like yeah. you take your heart and you put it out there. And I don't know why so many people don't make the honest art, which is like, this is the way for you to express yourself now. And 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 th this was like something really great that that you said about this. There is a lot of bad stuff, and as we are now, like you know, frustrated with the with the founders, with the cosmos, with the scammers, with the bad actors, this frustration can be used and right and make it in something funny, right? Make See what I would like, you know, and think about think about for people who are interested in Miladies, you know, especially if you're a cosmos person and you don't know much about Milady. Look at look at the Milady collection. Look at OpenSea right now. Look at what's happening. You know, Milady is striking a chord. And you say, well, why is it striking a chord? 
Well, because it's real. It's dealing with people's lives. It's talking about the politics and philosophy and the, the nostalgia that they have throughout their lives. Milady really speaks to people. And it also is about crypto and people's experiences with crypto over time. You know, and I think that maybe that's what Cosmos and Stargaze, and that's my impression right now, is lacking, is that, you know, taking the culture that you're going to lose if this all goes, you know what I mean? If, if, this, if everything just dissolves and FUD takes over, maybe there's one last gas. So maybe an exercise would be to think about what, what were the most interesting things that happened on Cosmos and Stargaze over time. You know what I mean? And, and think about how you could express that in an NFT collection to build culture, to build meaning. You know, then you would kind of have something you could all come together on for old times. Does that make sense? I think that's what's 100%, really... 100%. I think for everyone, it makes total sense um, what you because, are... Yeah, if, if you have an art, like if you have a stargaze, I'm looking at it. It's like, okay, there's some cute things. People tried this, people tried that. But I don't see anything where anyone is saying anything about what they're doing on, on stargaze or what's happening on Cosmos. And imagine if you did something that was politically relevant or, you know, that would get... You know, you want to get Cosmos's fucking attention? You don't like the way you're being treated? Then fucking criticize them in an NFT collection that does a significant amount of volume. Then you'll get their fucking attention. You know? The, the, I, I think it will come. I think it will come. Uh, yeah, I mean, not in an aggressive not way, not in, but in a loving way. In a loving way. Because you, you don't want them to give up, like you said. You want them to remember all the good times during the bull market. when Whatever Cosmos was at 100 what was it, $100 or $150? You know, that was the time when you guys were putting your heart into Cosmos. Channel that, you know what I mean? Channel those dreams into an NFT collection and take that whatever culture existed then, put it in NFTs, and maybe you can save this stuff. You know what I mean? Danny, That's, Danny, I, I know I, I sound like speak. I'm a fucking prophet or something, but it's like, to me, it's no, just so obvious that, you, that Stargaze has a lot good tech and good people behind it the graphics are good the design is good obviously the tech works it's fast but it just doesn't have any soul right now in my opinion i, I agree i agree it doesn't have soul that's the that's the very good point um you said you said the positive times do you you, you know what i always feel that the uh, danny i will let you speak come on um i always feel that there's too much positivity in nfts in crypto like i feel like often nfts don't really show the the bad stuff, like the the bad emotions, they try to focus. Ab like, uh, do you think it shouldn't be presented? Or no, absolutely, it should be. You know, and that's and you know that's one of the great things about Ethereum NFTs. A lot of people don't realize that this is why Ethereum is successful, and why I look at something like not. To, I'm not again. I'm not bashing Stargaze or these Layer Two NFTs, or even I've been on other you know fucking Cardano, and I've looked at other chains that have NFTs or Avox. Because they're just thinking, oh, NFTs are a place to sell cute images and trick people to buy NFTs. They're not trick me, but you know, get them to buy an NFT and say, what the hell? But that that what we've learned is, and we've learned this on Ethereum, is that those that's not all that's not what's happening on Ethereum NFTs. People don't understand that. Ethereum NFTs, a lot of them succeed because they speak to people, you know, uh, in, in terms of what they're doing, which is trading NFTs and trading crypto and having ups and downs. And they're responsive to what's happening. You know, like like for people who don't know about Ethereum NFTs here, you know, we had a collection Goblin Town. Not that saying it was the greatest thing, but 
you know, it was very responsive to what was happening in crypto at that time and in the NFT culture. And it struck a chord. And if you don't have anything like that, then there's no reason. You know what I mean? There's nothing. There's nothing unique about it. It could, you know, they're just silly pictures. But if it's a culture and it's a community, then it's it. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm. But it should. Yeah, it should be dark. Sometimes, you know, maybe yeah. the uh, Cosmo NFT should be really fucking dark right now, given what you're saying. You know, it should be. I would love to. Maybe it's like it's a spaceship that's all busted up, like the uh, you know Millennium Falcon, and it's on its last legs. You know. And it's like, that's where we're at, guys. You know, the spaceship is, is you know, <laughs> the engine's not working. You know, the windows are busted out, but it's still flying. Yeah, you know, I, that I, would be I kind agree. of interesting. I agree. And that would, something like that, like maybe a pixel <gasps> art of a spaceship or, you know what I mean? Like something that really encapsulates where you guys are at. That would strike a chord. So everyone in, in like, who wants to build an NFT like this, you... You, you you got the idea from from Todd, Danny. You wanted to add something, I think, before. Yeah, I was just going to say. So um, I joined crypto in 2017, and you know I've I've seen a I've seen a fair bit of uh, of uh, what we're talking about in Cosmos in other in other chains. Cosmos is doing just fine. Trust me. Uh, I was in Phantom when, when people were talking about the devs were uh, dumping and Phantom was under ascent. I was in Matic when, when Matic dropped, you know, uh, almost 80% in, in half an hour. Um, I've seen all of this before. All of, all of this is just, it's because we're in a bear market, right? And this is Cosmos uh, has the community, and believe me, I'm in other chains as well, and I see um, what they're doing. And Cosmos community is doing just fine. Stargaze is 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 a brilliant platform. Um, it will uh, gain attention in a bull market, definitely. Uh, I have no doubt. There's lots of innovation going on there. Lots of um, lots of great projects that I've been. Um, I've been buying up that full disclosure, like wizards and fuzzy flies. You know, they're they're coming up with new ideas and trying to engage the community. And and let's be real. I mean, on OpenSea, I was buying OpenSea um, NFTs years ago. Eighty percent of what's going on on OpenSea. There was a there was a a report recently. It, there's a lot of wash trading going on on OpenSea. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. Let's not fool. Let's not fool no, ourselves we're not, and we're think not, that. I'm not saying Ethereum is. Perfect. But, you know, the difference is, and I, I want to push back against you a little bit, because mm. you can't tell people that they're not feeling, you know, disappointed. And if 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 the culture was honest, even that frustration that you would like to say is irrational, it should be it should be expressed if it's an, if, it, if this is really about art. You know, yeah, and, and we're we, doing that. One we, of the we things we've discovered that. on Ethereum, one of the things we've discovered in Ethereum NFTs is the best NFTs are often about NFTs. And that's true with any art form. You know, you look at, especially when an art form is getting started, you know, when an art form is getting started in a new art form, like making a movie or photography, oftentimes it's about testing the medium, which means we're talking about the process of it. We're talking about crypto. We're talking about... I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah, no, I do. I I understand what you're saying. But let's not forget, Ethereum has the early mover advantage. It has a lot of whales on there. So when they're in the bear market, they can prop up their NFTs, you know. Uh, um, Cosmos is still a fledgling um, 
it hasn't really taken off yet and it will take off. The, the The best thing about Cosmos at the moment is its community. They do have a community. If you look at other projects, if you look at other ecos, um, they, they, they're having exactly the same arguments. People were saying Litecoin was dead in the last bear market. Right. If you're not, uh, bull market. Remember, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yeah. suggesting I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm, I'm an arts writer just to know where I'm coming from. I'm an artist writer who's been writing about NFTs. And mm. I'm not saying that like that that everything needs to be consumed with FUD and that that needs to be the aesthetic. I'm just saying mm. that a real functioning art community that's producing NFTs in a particular ecosystem would be responsive to how people are feeling and what people are thinking. You know, and that's the that's the one saving grace for Ethereum NFTs is that there is a culture of talking about what we are doing. You know, the NFTs reflect the culture. They, they reflect the experience of, of being on Ethereum and participating in Ethereum. And they evolve and they have a meta. And there's, there's, you know, there's a lot to it. And, mm -hmm. and any, other NF, any other blockchain that tries to just build an NFT platform and think that's enough is deluding themselves. They need to build um, an artistic culture for it to really take off. And, and, and that involves commentary, including commentary on FUD that you may not think is valid, but it exists and you need to comment. Yeah. About it. I mean, if you check out, um, if you check out even crypt, um, crypto punks on, on the Ethereum blockchain, yeah, they, they actually launched in like 2016, 17. <laughs> they launched and no one even noticed. It was actually an airdrop. They were just giving them out and no one noticed them until the last bull market. So things in crypto don't move like that. It's not like, you know, um, yeah, but I think it's going to you know, take off tomorrow. Are or... different because NFTs have been now around for about three years now. And there's there is a defined culture for them. And this is one of the things we're arguing about in Ethereum. It's like we, we're seeing a lot of collections that we thought just that we thought were good we've realized that they actually have no value because they don't reflect the community. They don't reflect what people are thinking. They're not relevant to the chain. They're not relevant to the, the community, what people are talking about. The only ones that are surviving right now are the ones that really speak to people. Uh, and, I mean, and there's that, a lot of bullshit out there. Yeah, there's a lot of, sorry, can't just, yeah, sorry, I'm getting a little wrapped up, uh, passionate about it because I feel, anyway, I'll, I'll let you go. But yeah, that's, I, I don't know. I don't think it's right if, to just say there's no FUD I think you need to build on the FUD. I want to I want to add something because it's pretty good. Like I'm not upset about the bear market in Cosmos or the price being down. This is not something that touches my heart, right? Um, as I said, like it doesn't matter that like it's not only about bull market and bear market. The crypto punks were not successful because of the bull market or bear market. The crypto punks were successful because they were like honest, new, unique. Those were the those were the things. Um, but what frustrates me with Cosmos, like it's not like it, let's not mix up about the price down or stuff. It frustrates me if someone lies to me openly. Okay, that's my frustration. So I it frustrates me that someone was dishonest. It frustrates me that we clowned ourselves believing the certain people, right? Those are the things. Like it's not related to the bull market or the bear market. 
I, I think we had in Cosmos the certain experiences. We had the certain actors that maybe we believed they were not honest. So I, I think that's what Todd means. It's not about like, hey, it's it, the Cosmos doing just fine. It's fun. Uh, we can create cute pictures and they will pick up. It's about put down your experience there and your heart. And yes, um, regarding OpenSea and Ethereum, there is a lot of wash trading. Um, that's okay. That That's also like irrelevant, you know, uh, for those who don't know, Azuki, Bored Apes, they, all of those projects hire market makers that do wash trading. So essentially, if someone wants to like sold board Ape now, they, they have to buy four to sell one. And it's sliding down because it doesn't really have good culture. The apes don't really have culture, right? Um, but yet somehow the milady that didn't really have that, they didn't really hire market makers. They, they succeed in the moment when nothing happened on Ethereum because they had something unique, right? Because they represent something. So you can actually break down of it. It's not only like um, about the... Um, uh, about the wash trade in here, so yeah, and I, and, I, and also what you what you see on so many chains, and people need to realize there are now I, there are probably hundreds of chains that have NFT marketplaces, you know, and in Ethereum, in Ethereum people, we're barely aware of them because very few of them have collections that are artistically they they may be relevant in internally. You know, it's like, okay, bad kids, you know, yeah, I can see there's an interesting thought there and there's, but is it, does it reflect the ethos of what's happening? You know, I'm not sure. And I think that that would be the sign of a mature arts market. Uh, yeah. To be honest, I don't think I don't think that there's any problem uh, like with the community on the community side of Stargaze. I think that we are we we're we're quite a strong community. Yes, we've had some issues with with what's going on with the founders and stuff like that. But like I said, you'll see that on on every single chain. There's it, you, it's just not unique to to. But that's to, my to problem. Stargaze. This is my problem. Is that? But, but I was, I'm, I'm going to just add to that. Can I just yeah. add something? There are some projects on Stargaze that just need a little support from, you know, the people that promote Stargaze, like uh, GrowWeb's um, Plottable Golden tra Trains is a unique idea. He's using a plotter machine to actually plot out um, uh, artwork and you can get a hard copy, which I've, I've, I've got four hard copies. Um, There's lots of, I mean, the wizards are great as well, where you can, you know, interact with the NFT and, um, you know, what happened uh, on Halloween where they disappeared. And, you know, there's lots of interesting stuff going on uh, on and the community where we, we are, we are supporting the projects, but there's a lot of same old, same old as well, which I agree. I don't consider art, you know, I just, it's the same old nonsense. Um, I don't really like that. And I've decided uh, this year, I've decided I'm just going to buy NFTs I like, you know, and hope that they do well. But uh, I have to actually love them first, you know, and, and that's what I'm doing um, at the moment. Something different, something unique. And um, yeah. Yeah, I always say to people, you know, people try to say me which NFTs to buy. Like, you need to really love. Like, um, it's it's really easy to discover what art was made with honesty, I I believe. Um, but yeah, I um, sorry, uh, lost thought. 
I, I get your point. Um, but yeah, I, I want to say like, you know, miladies, for example, they were not successful because I said to someone that they are great art. It's, they were not successful because of this, right? I don't think that Todd bought Milady because someone went to Todd and told him like, look, Milady is great art. I think Todd got Milady because he felt, hey, that's art, right? And, and, I, and I think this needs to be discovered um, organically. As I said, we have some of the smaller communities and like you, you mentioned this uh, plotable train. They're small communities. And, and I think the Stargaze does feel the role here, especially for those who want to start. Uh, Ethereum is very difficult to start something now if you are artist because it's like so expensive, right? Um, regarding gas or something. And I think we can fill that void. and and. The point is being the good platform to do it where you can express is good, but people have to start expressing themselves artistically, which is more, uh, once again, it's more important than code. The culture is really more important. And I think many people don't realize, especially developers, they don't realize that their lives do not matter. Their lives is, well, not that do not matter. They need culture to survive. And, and right. I think many of them, they don't understand that, that the code can be perfect. The network can be ultra fast, efficient, can handle million transactions a second. If they have no culture, they will not survive and people will still choose Ethereum, right? Todd, I, I want to ask you, because we've been going for a, for a while, um, you got me lady, and at first when I saw it, I thought like, "Hey, this dude got me lady because he tried to expose me lady or or something." Uh, yeah, he left again. So whatever, <laughs> I think he dropped. Um, I'll ask him this this question um, when when he will come back. If if someone wants to, um, he's back now. He's back. Yeah. Um, so Todd. Yeah. Sorry uh, about that. Yeah, cool. Like, I thought when you got me, lady, you wanted to, like, check something exposed because there was a lot of accusations of being, like, pedo-Nazi cult. Right. <laughs> um, so, like, was this your initial um, initial idea? And and still, you, you can actually not... Yeah. Um, you know... I can tell you. Um, yeah. I, I want to add more. Like, you saw it recently with Azuki. Right. Right. Um, like, not Azuki, but Milady, where... Uh, Hosting us Azukis, right? The, the racist stuff, etc. And I think that there's like kind of like also overlooked because maybe it's made up theory to this, right? But it kind of shows you that like, can you judge the NFT based on the fact what the some internet account says, right? Like, which was the uh, Miladies was cancelled also because there was some accounts posting certain way. Yeah, but can you right. base that of this? I don't think you. Can. Well, you know, in right. terms of the yeah. reputation, I mean, in terms of why, what I felt about that—that's a, a longer story. But I mean, in, in short, you know, there was there was this mystique about Milady. In retrospect, it, it's incredible. You know, it was almost like you know, there's you know, maybe in high school, your parents are like, oh, don't you know? In the old movies, it's like there's the Fonz, you know, the character like the Fonz who has the the black leather jacket. And the parents are like, tell the girls, don't talk to him. You know, he's a bad, he's, he's no, he's bad news. Milady was like that. 
Milady was this one collection that like people talked about in these hushed tones, you know, for all these months. Like, and then there's, well, there's also Milady. Oh, well, we can't talk about that. And so that was always, you know, Milady was like the forbidden fruit. And I was scared of it because I was writing about, and I'm trying to understand, I still am trying to understand to some degree what Board Ape Yacht Club was and Yuga Labs was and how did that come to be and how is that possible? And so for me, it was it was very anxious to understand that, well, there's this other collection that also has, you know, some peripheral connections to some of these similar philosophical lines of thought and, you know, but it goes at it in a different direction. And, uh, you know, I was very nervous about it. Um, but actually, the moment that really attracted me was the moment where I started to see Milady say, you know what, we want to be number one and we want to take on board Hate Yacht Club. And I said, wow, that's what I want to see. And, you know, in, for, for, to give more context to that, I was active in, in uh, the where, what they call the whereas scene or the where's scene in the 90s. That was a whole other electronic art scene um, involving ASCII art and ANSI art and demo scene and MIDI files and mod files and music. And in those culture, there was a very high value placed on competition you know, that everybody wanted to be the best, right? And they would take on their opponents. They were better than you. You know, we're the best artists in this scene and we're going to produce something that's going to blow you out of the water. And the moment that I saw Milady start to do that, I said, if you're going to take on number one and, and say that you can be number one and you're better than number one, I'm pretty sure you're going to be number one or you're going to, you're going to be at some point, you're going to be number two. And I, and, it, and to be honest, the fact that that happened in like two months, three months after, you know, I made that decision or I saw that happening to me is remarkable. Um, and it, it was it's a sign that if you and it's not about me, it's about, you know, if you strive for excellence in something and you're reactive to what's happening, you instantly have a leg up and you're rooted in a culture. And Ethereum had this very complex culture, what, which we thought was all based on money and vc and it was this collection and that collection and everybody was tied to their status and this and that but we we started to realize that a lot of these things were just ships passing in the night they didn't have real substance to them they weren't engaging with each other they weren't competing with each other and what we've seen is that all of that a lot of that was fluff and we're seeing just a few collections now that are sticking around and so that was the process for me to see Milady. But I think it's a lesson for Stargaze in the sense that you have to develop, you have to have both things. You have to have a culture um, where there's, there's, there's a community that it, uh, you know, attaches value to things, that, where there's competition between NFTs, where you're commenting on what's happening, where you're engaging with the, the broader ecosystem about what is Ethereum or what is Cosmos. And it's, um, you just have to be, to be to, I think to really succeed in NFTs, you just have to be, you have to comment on what's happening and to be relevant to your community and your audience. And, I, and I'm getting the sense that maybe that's sort of what Cosmos, or at least Stargaze a bit is lacking, is that there's, there is a rich culture on Cosmos because it had its bull run and it had its bear market and this and that. But I don't agree with Danny in the sense that, well, we just let it happen. If we just keep what we've got is good, 
um, we just just wait till a bull market. I, I don't think that's the way to go. I think the way to go is to really say, what do we stand for? And if NFTs is part of it, let's let's express that with our NFT. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think like saying like, it's all good. It's just bear markets, right? No fat. It's like, that's, that's not real. That's not how humans talk. Like, this is like people from San Francisco talk, right? Which is like annoying. Like, oh, I'm listening and learning. Yeah, past mistakes were done. We are going to do better now. I hate this. I it's it, it's it's not real. So like I'm very right uh, frustrated by this. You know, but not to dwell I, on I, that. I but it's it's more just I and I I feel like I'm hit, beating a dead horse. You understand? But I'm just saying I'm just encouraging people to to stand out. You know, and to to define what you stand for and express that in in your art. You know, um, I remember because when I was I think 19, I went to one year like uh, acting school in in Poland. I was still there and our teacher was uh one lady like she was she was actress she she also played in like famous sitcom and and she was so fucking annoyed because she was like what's wrong with you 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 don't stand for like nothing like there is always something you can fight when you are young like just fucking anything you know what i mean like you why not oh, go out and protest and do this and do that like it's like if you don't like stuff you actually you can actually say that right and people losing that and like and starting to see this as something wrong hey you cannot express bad things because it brings the bad vibe to the i i this is not right. Ben, can I respond? Can I can I just respond to this, please? Because I, I didn't say it's just the bear market and things will be all right. That's not exactly what I'm saying. What I am saying is that um, Stargaze and the NFTs on Stargaze, there is some pretty unique stuff happening on there. We just need more exposure. This is my point. The point isn't that, oh, it will just go up because of a, a, of a bull market. But there is actually great things happening on Stargaze, and this will come to fruition. Uh, the reason why I bought in Phantom and Matic and, and um, Dogecoin and all, all of these were deemed dead. At a, in a bear market all of them they were people were saying that they will never survive but because they had great stuff going on them they did succeed and i believe personally what i see on stargaze is that there is some good things happening and in the overall cosmos ecosystem as well but because of the bear market there is no new money coming in it's as simple as that it's the same money going round in all yeah, ecosystems. Danny, now, Danny, what, we, what we said about Ethereum is 80% of it is wash trading. It's whales that are buying and selling to themselves, you know? Yeah. So let's yeah, not get, I told let's you not get about wash trading, but once again, uh, we, we don't really like talk about wash trading or the price, but rather about the culture, the, the strong culture foundation. And I, I know there is few great things on, on Stargaze, right uh we 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 let in the perspective of the outsider here and uh, i want to tell you like yes stargaze will be good because i tweeted some time ago that uh i'm the only one person that can save cosmos i wasn't joking okay many will think as hell yeah but but that's what's gonna happen uh right so uh many think like no like don kryptonium this troll like no, I'm that's that's what I believe. And um Milady's in I, control. I would... Yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's exactly I what you that. want. This is 
this is the energy that you want yeah. and build it with uh can you yeah. We're joking a little bit, but uh, humorous. Yeah, I can. Uh, uh, let me just drop and rejoin. One sec. Okay, but well, I do. I we do. We pissed off the kangaroo oh, guys. Okay. You, you pissed them off. Oh, he rugged. But yeah, I, I think I think you guys should, especially if you're Cosmos people that are like, "What the fuck is going on here? Who are these people?" You know, you can also look at Milady as a lesson. I mean, we're we're not we're not joking. I mean, just look on OpenSea. It is a real lesson for this whole crypto ecosystem right now. You know, you can all be learning lessons from this. Um, it's a big phenomenon. Yeah. So you 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 can say yeah, eighty percent is wash trading, and despite all that, despite okay, being against these massive companies, venture capital, they succeeded because the culture was stronger than this, right? Um, so yeah, I, I think that was quite beautiful. Rarma, you wanted to say something? Yeah, sorry, you should be able to hear me now. Is that better? Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah can you hear him, Todd? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, awesome, thanks. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, Don, that uh, you, you cop a lot of shit because your approach, uh, but generally, like, uh, you, you've you know been found to be right most of the time, right? Uh, I think uh, there's enough evidence out there now to, for people to go, yeah, like, you know, Don says it in the Don way, uh, and there's a bit of, you know, a bit of shit talk and a bit of banter there. Uh, but the, the point that you're getting to is, is generally always right, which is, uh, which is the main thing. And, it, and it's the same thing with, like, Jacob, right? Jacob Gattigan. Like, the point that he's trying to make is often right. Uh, the approach is the thing that pushes people the wrong way. Like, uh, and, uh, you know, I think uh, in, in the few months... Uh, and it's been fun to kind of hang around and watch the change in in who Don is uh, since you joined Milady. Um, you know, from being big Cosmos bull and uh, and then like finding Milady's and like personality change, which has been a journey. Uh, but you know, you've outperformed the entire ecosystem by like three hundred x while still hanging around, <laughs> while still hanging around and uh, and trying to like improve the ecosystem uh, through you know calling people out and. Uh, bringing back like ideas like AMM pools to stargaze and that sort of stuff, which is uh, kind of cool to see. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that because uh, you always cop a lot of shit, uh, but I think it's hard for people. To Crypto needs fucking wants. hard lessons. You know, I'm again, I'm an outsider into this, but people really need to need cold water, you know, poured on them from time to time because it's yeah. There's a lot of um, like you said. There's a lot of um, fantasy thinking and a lot of hope wishful thinking and but what what really succeeds is hard you know hard work but even more than work and technology it's it's what we keep to we just we just keep repeating ourselves it's about finding what this all means you know this is one of the things ethereum's discovering right now with this whole meme coin shit and pepe and all we hate it in some ways but on the other hand it's powerful because it, it shows that like behind all of this mumbo jumbo and all of this tech was all these people, you know, who were tweeting and, and, and meeting in spaces. And what we realized is those were the people that were driving this whole thing all along. And a few weeks ago, they woke up and said, and I don't like it, but they decided to do a Pepe coin. And now it's worth $1.5 billion or $1 billion. Um, you know, that says something. That should be a lesson to the whole ecosystem of crypto. You know, and Milady's the same thing. 
Yeah, like the, the Pepe had actually impact on Cosmos, uh, Todd, because people of Cosmos were always said, like, we are serious. We built serious tech. And people of Cosmos through the past month saw how the meme coin on Ethereum outperformed the shit out of everything, of like just obliterates Cosmos. And people were like, wow. So we're missing on all that. They on Ethereum have fun. They on Ethereum make memes. They on Ethereum make meme coins. And we are just here being a suckers, right? That's I, I, that, That's at least my feeling. Um, like re- removing like everything else, like this is what missing, like the, the, the people of this community have more power than like any, any dev or, or anything like this. Um, and, and this is like the identity right. finding. And the other right? thing that, so I know yeah, we the other thing we found, the other Pepe, thing we found with Pepe was that it, when, when there's a critical mass of a community and it doesn't have to be that many people, I think Pepe, you know, started with just a couple hundred people. But once they started doing it, all of this weird money from all around the world that nobody even knows what it is, you know, we have no idea what a lot of this shit is. Is it, is it Chinese gamblers? Is it fucking, you know, money launderers? Is it hedge funds? We don't even know. But it's following a couple of people that were determined and said, you know, together we're going to do something, you know? Yeah. Also, also, I tell you something that the, the meme coins on Ethereum, many of them is done in the right way. So. Essentially, the people who provide liquidity, initial liquidity, to lock it up forever, they lose money at the start, like 90% or something. It's it's kind of sacrifice that people take, right, at the start, then they can buy it off and, and equalize, which um, people in Cosmos don't get. Like, they do airdrop, and they think it's going to work, and they allocate, like, 10% to the founders and ask others to bootstrap liquidity, and it's like asking for a rug. Right, but like many people don't realize, those meme coins on Ethereum are often done in the very specific and planned way. I I do believe Pepe was very planned. Um, you know, there was um probably like 10k initial liquidity locked for for like good times, and there were like multiple people involved in all of the all of the performance event because to me to me what pepe did is performance event right like uh, we can call it shilling or or something but it, it it's something that defines right like few years from now we will be like oh remember spring of 2023 it was actually pepe yeah that that was one thing that that happened and here's an example what if what if all the the cosmos people in this you know who are in this space right now what if you all had the same cosmos nft that you were all pumping and that you were all behind. Think about what message that would send if somebody wandered into this space and said, wow, these Cosmos people are really behind this one idea right now. They're all coming together. They're passionate. They know what they believe in. They haven't, they're excited. You know, it would, it could, you know, one project like a Pepe or like a Milady or like a Board Ape Yacht Club can change an, an entire tech stack that is just, just a tech stack into something that matters to people. This well, you're is, right, Todd. Remember, yeah. remember, Don, when we did the whole Joe NFT, the, the first V1s? Uh, Todd, I don't know if you know this, but the whole community, the whole Stargaze community, the, the Cosmos community, they um, they started changing their PFPs to the, the Joe NFT. And we we even got uh, Dope Juan to change his profile picture, which he still has to this day as the Joe NFT. If you go to Dope Juan's profile, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. But that's, that's the thing he's talking about, just like really pushing this all uh, as a community like effort you know getting everybody riled up to 
to do to do a uh, thing like that. Check it out sometime. Tom. Yeah, and I think I think and that's a lesson to to people on Cosmos, or especially Stargaze, is just find something that really expresses how you're feeling right now, and then the and then and then the Cosmos devs will pay attention too. They'll say, "Wow, you know, all these people that we thought were just kind of you know, had our tokens and were just kind of doing whatever." Now they, they really want it to push us to someplace. Maybe we have to listen to them. Yeah, I, I do think it will happen. Um, I, I do think it will happen sooner uh, rather than, than later. Um, Todd, like, ask you about ordinals. Uh, I, I hold a few ordinals as well. What do, you, what do you think about them? What do you think will happen in the future of B- ordinals and BRC20s? You know, I've been listening to some um, Bitcoin people I mean, it's interesting. Bitcoin people are often very conservative about this. A lot of them are bitter about Ethereum. But I think I think there it seems like there is a big internal fight within Bitcoin right now. And it's a cultural fight, just like we're talking about now, where they're starting to realize, hey, maybe all this hash power we have on on Bitcoin can do something different than just, you know, trade Bitcoins around. You know, maybe that's not what the world wanted right now. Maybe it, it does want a little bit more uh, computing, you know, and that's, to be honest, that's, that's Cosmos's advantage is that it has a tech stack that is, you know, in theory is very extensible and can, can create an ecosystem maybe bigger than the whole crypto ecosystem. If it's handled well, you never know. But that, you know, that really, that vision has to be articulated. Right now, I don't think people understand it. Yeah, um, I, I actually don't know anything about ordinals. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm so close. I'm mainly in like uh, Ethereum NFTs right now, uh, which I got like very very fortunate. But um, yeah, they were talking about uh, Joe's. So there is one community member, and he's really like Joe is the. I think it's the best we have in Cosmos. Uh, Cosmos Joe, like he's funny, funny New York um, humor, a little bit dry. You know, like he acts serious and um, people decided to promote him because he was very small. So everyone was changing the PFP to Joe and it had such impact that it pumped, uh, I think, 100% the coin uh, trader Joe on Avalanche because people got confused. Um, so so that was this example. And something you saw yesterday, uh, Todd, not sure if you've seen what Pixel ADs did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, everyone starts tweeting. Like, this is, this, is, this is the strength of all of the Remedia people. Um, they, are, they are capable of organizing, and suddenly one day you have hundreds of people t- tweeting the same thing, something about uh, Pixel ADs. Like, I don't remember the exact tweet. Like, it's programmed to go to one ETH or something, yeah. and they just tweet it all day. And the price yesterday went from like 0.18 Ethereum to, yeah. I think, over now, 0.4. There's some, and to, to be, I mean, to be absolutely honest, you know, I think there's some problems with that type of talk, you know, when it's focused on price and stuff. But the other thing we've discovered is that this is part of crypto culture. You know, one of the things I'm coming to terms with is that crypto is a wild west, you know, and people do need to push the envelope. And some of these other chains that are struggling kind of may need to embrace some of this chaos of Ethereum. You know what I mean? Of that kind of, that type of talk. It's, you know what I mean? It's it's not always pretty, but it seems like that's the meta right now is is people, you know, people 
coming together and saying, this is what we want to be involved in. And we're going to have fun with it. And we're going to play with our funny money in the way we want to. Yeah, like, you know, um, on the spaces, you um, you seem always less angry than um, than when you tweet. I want to ask you. Thank you. Is it okay to make uh, racial jokes and stuff like this? Because I, I actually enjoy them. Like, <laughs> I, I must tell you, uh, sometimes I, when I see, like, Dan, you when been I in see the, racial jokes. You should have been in the Milady Discord to, or an internet friend wasn't here we told like 90 polack jokes because uh, you know what's um i got you i gotcha is uh Pol anyway we were making polish jokes racist jokes against polish people today oh uh, yeah like lately i've been less you know i've been very engaged uh, a few months ago in milady discord um but uh, like as it started trending there was like a lot of chaos so um, I still pop out when I'm when I'm bored, you know. Um, you know, I actually think we, we ethnic quite... jokes are not bad, though. You know, a lot of people don't understand that United States ethnic jokes and racist jokes, oddly enough, sometimes bring people together. It's it's strange to say that, but a lot of times that those type of jokes, if they're done in a fun way, and I'm not saying ladies always do them in the right way, but sometimes they can, you know, the people can 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 i don't know can can deal with stereotypes can be ways of people dealing with anxiety you know what i mean even a, a stupid stereotype can sometimes be positive i'm not defending racist jokes but i'm saying that i feel that um you have to have a sense of humor about everything if to survive i feel you know to, to... i realize that most of the people is actually more based and okay about this than than we think um so yeah like um I agree. Like I personally, like I remember, like '90s growing up in Poland, we, we children were continuously doing some racist jokes, and like Poland '90s, it was no diversity, like not at all. Like we're all white Polish kids, right? So, uh, and I, I think they were fun, right? Like it's of course they were bad. Like we didn't know any better. Um, but I, I don't think like the necessarily racist jokes are not always right. racist. And you know, my problem with Board Ape Yacht Club is not that it's a racist joke. It's that it's rooted in fascism. <laughs> it's not funny. It's, you know, there's, there's a lot, when you talk ideologically about, you know, lie things about, you know, fascism and you're rooted in very, you know, disgusting ideologies, that's different. But I think when people, so, you know, are having telling jokes that deal with anxieties and even in their encoded ways and, and some people might hate it, you know, part, and, and to be, and to be absolutely honest, I think what's driving this in the United States is people feel like, and I've, I've only been realizing this because I, by the way, I mean, I'm 42, so I'm a, I'm a boomer for a lot of people, but I, I think that in America right now, people feel like they can't always express themselves because there's a culture of political correctness um and and censorship in in just everyday conversation and one of the things that you know oddly enough what blockchains do and maybe even the crypto twitter do is they um they make it impossible to censor those things you know and you discover that people are sort of attracted to dealing with problems that they can't otherwise deal with um if that makes sense, you know, in a free way. And it's, it's sometimes ugly, but that's, that's not always bad. 
you know, to be free and to deal with your anxieties, as long as you're not doing it in a hateful way. I personally think if you're doing it in a way to harm people, it's a problem. But yeah, so what you are saying that because I was I was thinking of the apes before that if everything about apes is true, right? Like we, we know it's too close. It's like and I was thinking maybe they tried to pull out the joke. So if they would try to pull out the joke, it's good. It landed. But what you say, it's it wasn't a joke, but the people who actually do it. They are and they lied about it. They artists. lied about it. Yeah. So, so you don't think it was joke, but it was like, yeah, well, like they actually fascist and doing this. Well, we don't know exactly for people who are curious about Board Ape Yacht Club. You know, actually, my profile has a link to a website that kind of gives some of the detail. But, um, you know, there was there was this it, for, there was this four chan culture associated with a concept called the Kali Yuga which is a fundamental idea in fascism. The name of the company is Yuga Labs. There's a lot of uh, symbolism in the, the NFT collections that, that relate back to this fascist philosopher who popularized the notion of the Kali Yuga called Julius Evola. He's currently the most influential thinker in the alt-right. This is a very, you know, for people who know this topic, it's a very deep and problematic thing. And, they compl- and it's very obvious to an expert like me who is an intellectual historian, and and but they are lying about it, and so it's a it's a bigger problem. But on the other hand, you could say that the existence of Board API Club and the fight over your Board API Club and the passion that me and other people are putting into it is also a demonstration that Ethereum matters, that NFTs matter. You know what I mean? That we see this as a very important cultural moment, and that is what a. a something like a cosmos which wants to take on ethereum in theory can learn from you know that people care they really deeply care because they know that what's happening on ethereum may matter for the future right that's that says a lot in even even in itself yeah like I, I want to i want to share but like because many people accuse me lady of 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 uh those uh of those things but like it's it's pretty funny because um ladies would share a lot of like asian girls and some of them would have like the swastika tattooed right like, right and and everyone gets hooked about this or something but like not many realize that some of those pictures was actually like malaysian girl and it's quite popular to get the like buddhist swastika there tattoo and it was this Right. But people were like, yeah, that's 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 Nazi. That's right. Nazi. Well but it was actually yeah. Buddhist swastika on the Malaysian girl. Well and Malady like, is also which... Malady is for people who don't know, you know, that some of the people who created Malady are very knowledgeable about philosophy and they also are involved with um, you know, some political stuff that's quite you know, would be considered radical. Um, you know, the kind of left left accelerationism or a land, Nick Land. Um, and the, you know, then they all, these, the symbols that you're talking about, I, I don't necessarily agree that it's like, it's always, there's always an excuse for it. I think sometimes they are provoking people with, not necessarily provoking, but they are deconstructing the power that these symbols have. Um, they're talking about, you know, what can be said, what can't be said. It's, it's, you know, it's a very bold statement and there's a lot to say about it. Um, and maybe we'll, you know, maybe we'll someday we'll discover that there's more something more sinister to it. But one thing I do, you know, and I'm actually, it's, 
funny we're mentioning this tonight. Tomorrow I'm going to meet with a bunch of ladies at a bar in Chicago. Um, we had a meeting. Uh, who, who, who are you meeting? Um, I don't know if you know Maybe, Char- uh, Charlie Curran, um, who's a very prominent lady. Um, you know, he's he organizes the. I think this is like the fifth or sixth gathering. Um, and and what what's that? Charlie Charlie Curran. See, don't know. You don't know him. Um, he's 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 a Malay. Uh, yeah, Char. I I know mainly from from this okay. right? Yeah, like, yeah. No, uh, he's he's he has a lot of followers on Twitter. He's one of the more larger NFT uh, Malay accounts. Charlie Curran. But anyway, he he you know he organized these gatherings of of ladies and i went into it thinking maybe some of the things you know you're anxious about or p- people have been anxious about like who are these people are they nazis what the hell is this and i went to the, their you know i went to their gathering a month ago and i realized you know actually a lot of these people are just you know very creative and passionate people about uh, nfts and philosophy and i can talk with them i had no you know nobody you know there wasn't anything sinister i didn't feel that there was a, any hate going on I felt these were kind of, um, you know, very knowledgeable people who who felt passionately about philosophy and history and art, and that's something that that's that's the sign of a healthy community. You know, when you you know in a random city in the United States, not a random, but you know, you can turn out ten, fifteen people for you know intelligent discussion about art. You know, that says a lot about an NFT community, and that's what you want to aspire to. You know. If, if, yeah, like I, I think I watched some of the interviews. The guy is called Veris La Luna or something like this. Uh, have you heard of him? Uh, wait, wait, who is he associated with? Malady? Veris, Veris, Veris La Luna. No. Let me. Is an individual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has he has popular account. Uh, I, he had some interviews about Milady. Oh yeah, he was he was quite engaged. Because, you know, um, yeah, like, but I want to add, like, a lot of these um, tweets are provocation, right? Which can be viewed as the, as the, as the art as right. well. Um, and it's also about but, technology. You know, one of the things is about accelerationism. You know, this is the big theme <laughs> in Milady is, you know, um, what, how is culture going to respond with this accelerating technology? Um, what does this mean for capitalism? You know these. Um, it does what? What happens to culture when think when culture moves increasingly online? You know these. Are the, well, I guess what I'm getting at is the the Milady collection is very sophisticated from an an arts and culture perspective. You may not agree with it, but you have to acknowledge that it is something meaningful and significant, right? And that's a sign of a great of a of an art scene. You know that's what you want to see. Yeah, like um by the way, there is also the person called Epluribusun <laughs> whatever. I always have problem pronouncing, but this is the first milady I've seen uh ever. And 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 this person had the I, I said that before, but they, this person had the uh, doing in 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 making me a milady because um this person come from like some cosmos community and I always saw this and the first time I asked, like, oh, I'm tempted to to get a milady, was before I I got it. This person said, oh, just right click save. A few months later, I actually got my myself milady, and uh, I went on and got more and more and got tons of Remilios and pixelades and stuff. So I I, I fully uh, fully get myself absorbed. But like, just want to say, like, yeah, 
there there are people on all spectrum in Milady. Um, you know, you cannot deny this as in every community. And I think it's very healthy. You 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 surely will have people who are on radical side of both both spectrums, right? But that's okay, I think, you know. Um we have two hands. Uh yes. I I Good think morning. the uh wrecked uh was was the first one so go on yes. don't, don't worry about it uh hey good morning guys i just want to ask what's the deal with um with these uh, islamic veil um uh, ladies you know there's also one wearing a burqa so um, maybe todd if you had yeah I, I have some thoughts about that so one of the themes in the milady collection i found and i, I actually i, I got to be careful about this because i don't think it's necessarily right for the the niqab it's not actually Berkman, I guess it's Niqab, is, um, is dealing with what creates fear. A lot of the Milady aesthetic is about mixing things that are cute, but also sinister. And there's something, and this is something magical about Milady NFTs. It's probably the first thing I noticed was the way that violence and cuteness were kind of combined. And if you think about it, that's often a theme in horror movies, you know, Chucky. And this is, this is a theme that, that we have in art of, you know, something that's very cute and innocent also being very dangerous and violent. Um, and I think not to say that the niqab should be seen that way, but, um, but I think that's one aspect of, but it's also the reflection of another theme in Milady, which is that we're living in a globalized world. You know, we're living in a world where there's lots of different cultural influences and, you know, NFTs need to reflect that. And we don't, a lot of NFTs, at least on Ethereum, the ones that were so-called blue chips, were very much packaged toward a very particular market share in the United States that had capital that, you know, could buy these expensive NFTs. Um, but they didn't really reach a global audience. And I think one of the th things that Milady is doing very successfully is incorporating um, aesthetics from different cultures, not always in a positive way necessarily, but in the way that it's perceived. So even things that might be stereotypical um, also reflect the way that you know global culture commodifies or exotifies these things. And this is a theme that Milady does a lot with taking things that are fearful or that are exotic um, and putting them on something that are cute and innocent and and just sort of experimenting with what's how people respond to that um that would be my reaction but you know other people could see it in a different way that they might some people might say well that's just another example of their stereotyping and their crudeness i don't think that's the case but um you know it, it the very fact that there's some ambiguity there is part of the reason that people are fascinated with what's happening with malay i, I want to Thanks add do, do, do you have your favorite threads that like have some that you discovered something? In well, them? one of the things that I um, like, you know, I have a black milady. Um, and that was kind of interesting to me because, you know, there was a period of time and I and you know, it's it's, a, you know, we're, we're being very honest here and, you know, we're talking about it. There was a very, very period of time where there was kind of a check in the milady community about, you know, using some race, racist slurs. And people were telling me, oh, this is a community of racists. I didn't really believe it. But that was kind of, um, you know, that was kind of a of an of a thing that people were saying. 
maybe in some cases to slander miladies, but also because miladies were sort of encouraging that in um, arguably a misguided way or arguably in an important way. I don't know. But, um, you know, I, I have I like the fact that there were these black miladies and that was the one I bought. You know, um, I also like um, the auras. People may know there's this, these kind of auras, this, which I see as a very spiritual thing. So I'm interested in the auras. Um, but I, I don't know. Milady is a very deep thing, but it's, it's just has this uncanniness about it where things sort of connect and everything, you know what I mean? There's something weird about, and this is why I think they are, the artists behind Milady are kind of genius in their own way is that a lot of the things they do just fit. You know what I mean? It has this, uh, you know, it has sometimes this in undescribable reason they do, but I think it's, it's because they really deep, they've thought it through. You know, they ha they've had a plan for a long time and you may not agree with their ideas or their aesthetics or you don't have to like it, but you have to acknowledge that there was a lot of thought that went into a lot of the details. And sometimes it's deceptive because things kind of look crude and put together, but that's intentional, you know, so it's there's, you know, there's a lot to say about it. I, I know you tried to chat to Charlotte. Have you had chance? You know, I well, I very initially, initially, I I tried to. I mean, I actually did chat with Charlotte once in a Twitter space like this, and Charlotte did kind of the gatekeeping thing on me. It's like, do you know this is a Nazi anorexic NFT? Are you a Nazi anorexic? That was my basically the only time I ever. Uh, what was what, what was their um, real voice? Yeah, no, I spoke to Charlotte. Yeah, no, there was um, it was a very. I know because. because because Charlie usually in the old interviews, I, I think I, I don't know. I I saw some of the Mia interviews. No, I, usually was the voice changing. I don't think not so. Sure I think they, it was Char. I mean, I'm not 100 percent sure, but basically, it was a very weird situation. I just happened to stumble into it, where Sh Charlotte, um, they had I don't know a bunch of ladies had like taken over some Chinese <laughs> Twitter space. <laughs> There was like some Chinese people that were chatting about NFTs and they were invaded by a bunch of maladies and they were kind of badgering them. I didn't totally understand what, what they they were sort of scaring the Chinese hosts a little bit, but the Chinese people were interested in what lady and what the hell was going on. But somehow I stumbled into this space that was turning into chaos and I was called up there and Charlotte was there and I was there. And so Charlotte just started grilling me. And I think that was because I was a writer and because I was already kind of a a firebrand personality in NFTs a little bit, not on a huge scale, but to some degree because of this Board Ape Yacht Club thing, there was this kind of, you know, I had this sort of back and forth. Um, and I, I, you know, and I have mixed feelings about what actually happened. And I, to be honest, I don't really know much about Charlotte and a lot of things are confusing to me to this day. But, um, you know, it was that, yeah, that's that answers your question. I mean, I, yeah, I did have it an interaction with charlotte and i'm observing what charlotte is saying you know i mean i'm not a dummy um i you know i i, t I pay a lot of attention especially when charlotte uh tweets about philosophy um and what milady means and i take it seriously um because i you know i am a part of this thing now um and i'm also trying to understand the culture of nfts and crypto and i i, I recognize that it, this these philosophies about accelerationism and these um these some of this I don't know if I'd say right wing, but definitely some kind of some people say dissident right. I don't know if that's the right term, but alt right, dissident right, um, new types of politics, you know, bringing philosophy and politics is very current. And it's something that I'm trying to understand. 
Um, you know, and Milady, to be honest, is at the cutting edge of it. And I have, you know, you have to deal with things, even if you don't like them, you have to, to try to understand them if you want to, you know, engage in, you know, an art scene and to understand where people are at, you know? Yeah. Um, there was, there was King uh, having the hands up and he left. Uh, so, so, so maybe I can follow up with, with a question to Todd. Um, excuse me, but um, you said that um, there's the cuteness and the violence, right? But is it really, um, is it really a, a good way to build a brand in the long term with that? Of course, for for Web three, it's fine and all. But when the more Web two on boards, is it really a way to to build such a brand on the long term? For, for um, going this way, uh, instead of uh, like, like for, for say the budgies, for example. That's that's Web two brand boys. Uh, it's it's set, you know. Well, I don't. But, I think that Milady. And there's there's some other. Yeah, Milady's Milady's not trying to build. You know, like a pudgy. It's not just trying to build some cute thing that people with. No, I, I said pudgies. I, I said pudgies. I could have said the youth. Right. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Any, any collection, those that's, things. That's, that's, that's those collections. Really in my opinion, almost every. You know, and not every NFT, but a, almost all of the what we thought were these big, unbeatable NFTs on Ethereum. You know that we were, you know, a few months ago that were worth fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, and people are saying these things are invincible. You know, we realized that those they were actually much more shallow because all they had was that image. They said, okay, we have this cute thing. People always want cute things, or they always want frogs, they always want unicorns, or whatever the hell it was. Um, but what we were starting to realize is consumers are more sophisticated than we think. Art consumers are more sophisticated than we think, and that. Once this, some of this VC money started to wash away and we started to see how, and people, and the consumers started to get wiser and wiser about what they were buying, these things are just falling away. And the things that have substance, especially artistic substance, you know, may be able to sustain themselves. And right now, I mean, I can't tell you, it's just remarkable about what you know what miladies have done in just a couple of months i mean there's no denying it now there's you know there's there's a lot of things that go into the price action of an nft but i think that there is a there is something happening where people yeah people want to deal with uncomfortable thoughts you know people a lot of and and nft people and crypto people are not happy-go-lucky people in a lot of cases there are a lot of nft and crypto people are people that are choosing you know, maybe they don't work a normal job. Maybe they trade NFTs for a living. Maybe they live on the margins. Maybe they already have some Bitcoin bag or something, and and they're they already have opinions about the world, and they're getting into NFTs because this is something that speaks to them. You know what I mean about what they're thinking about. And those people, yeah, those a lot of those people, they want to know about. You know, they're interested in violence and cuteness and extreme politics and real difficult questions and pushing the envelope because that's where they're at, you know? Um, start for your answer. Yeah, I, I will add to this, but first, like, uh, King, you, you wanted to speak before, so uh, go on. Don't on Kryptonium. It's an honor to meet you. Hell yeah. I didn't realize, hey, you, I yeah, didn't realize, John, that you've become... You're like you're like kind of a uh, you are kind of a I don't know like a nemesis. He's a national treasure. Yeah, you're kind of like you're the last hope of uh, Cosmos for some of these people. Uh, Wobby's taking it to like the next level in impersonating Don. You're running a bar, aren't you, Wobby? Don Curtonium is the future. 
Are, are you in the, the bath right warrior. now, King? Yes. I'm, I'm actually in a mansion right now, believe it or not. And I used a bidet for the first time. And now I'm running a massive hot tub. I can show you a picture. I'll actually take a photo and I'll tweet yeah, it out. Yeah, sure. You, you can do it. So All that Stargaze like, money um, bought a mansion, huh? Um, I started like uh, initially my YouTube channel talking about the um, crypto influencer grifters. So I would make a lot of videos about BitBoy crypto journey and, wow. and a lot of these people like who uh, it, it, no one was watching my channel. I started this and like would send to my friends and I was doing this for a year, got like thousand subscribers or, or something. Um, but I got bored of this and I was looking for like some more like serious content because I was like fan of Cosmos. I liked Cosmos. So I decided, okay, I will start making content on Cosmos, but I will try to preserve the Don Kryptonium idea, which is the name comes of like the, I try to think of something that's ridiculous, right? So the crypto influencer, the best investor, because they always like, I'm the best investor. This is urgent. You need to listen to me now. So I thought the name Don Kryptonium was like, and, and that's how it burn, it was born. But then I wanted to make more serious content and I ventured into Cosmos, uh, Juno. And later, of course, I got disappointed as with everything, realizing it's all the same shit. Um, but like, and, and yeah, like as, as the milady also got popular, like somehow I, I, I built my persona, of course it's not big, but I think fairly recognizable within the cosmos ecosystem. I like, and the I would lip, say, 50%. I like the lip pursing that you're doing in your, um, your, your thumbnail for your last video. Yeah. So that's the, like, you know, the, the beauty, the, the, the puffy lips that's, um, I, I used to use filter before, but it was too much. So I started, I think the lips are more hand, like just the lips are, is something people can handle, but it used to be like, um, uh, you're just I showing your to love more, to all those but, cosmos people. All right. Yeah. So like, kiss. I'm trying to make it more, obviously more about love uh yeah king king said shared the picture oh this bath looks looks quite small i usually jump to the bath first before before i like to sit when the water is filling um but i wanted to also add something to what uh wrecked said about oh, trust like me, don don this bathtub is massive I am. Uh, I, yeah, I can. I can tell. It just looks like because it's it's from the distance. But yeah. I'm, King, are you into stargaze? Um, I've hosted them before, a couple of times, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I, I think King hosts spaces for different communities. It's actually yeah. our first 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 meeting. Yes. Um, so, nice to meet the legendary Don Don Kryptonium. Yeah, I, I, it feels always like shy when someone tried to talk like that. Could I go on your yeah. YouTube channel? Could we do an interview or something someday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd love to do it. I used to do a lot of uh, live chats. So, like, we can schedule the live stream and talk about I'd love to talk about more. Maybe, content. well, and Milady is tricky to talk about, but we could talk about it. Yeah, maybe maybe like, NFT, um, Ukrip, Ethereum NFTs and Cosmos or something. I actually always avoid talking Milady on my channel. It's not much Milady there, despite yeah. like Milady is very tricky. To, it's very tricky to, to talk about in a definitive yeah, way. Yeah, you feel like yeah, everything was said. 
I shouldn't say I will be cringe when I talk about them. So it's um, it, it's it's really not easy. But I wanted to uh, like respond to Rekt because uh, you were saying if it's correct way to build a brand, right? Like being aggressive, offensive, or or stuff like this. Like I I hate I I actually hate saying like because a lot of NFT projects are like yeah we are building brand the metaverse brand yeah. Like, uh, we're going to have merch and we're going to have shoes and and we're going to have meetups. It's nonsense. Like, what brand you are... You're building no brand. You, you're dropping the JPEG pictures online. So a lot of people say they um, they are built a brand. And I think what Milady is doing, they actually shielding themselves from unwanted actors, right? So... They present themselves in certain way, so a lot of people will not be interested in them. And I think this strategy allow them to build like the best community they could have because of that, be- because of exactly being this aggressive, cute, blood blood wanting people, right? They and and you see a lot of those brands, those who who were good ones, the. You know, we built a brand. We're going to give you a hoodie. They they collapsed because there is nothing, no culture holding them together. And I think the culture creation is far more important than so-called brand, right? That that would be my take. Yeah, Correct. There's the, there's, the, there's the culture creation and there's also the value, the value of creation that you give back. And some of them manage, of course, there's the cycles also of any... any any project, there's a cycle. Yeah, sorry. What what value creation? What value creation? There's no value creation. For example, oh, if we speak about the board you have a token, different things. You know, we, there's there is value creation that you can create to and give back to your holders. Is there? There is not. It's Ponzinomics. Sorry, like everyone. So, so just, so, so, just jumping quickly, Don. So, I think there's one element that we often forget when we talk about uh, crypto and NFTs. Uh, value doesn't always have to equate to financial value, right? So, I buy a game or I buy a movie ticket. There's an expectation that I get some form of entertainment, and I get value for money. If I buy an NFT, I buy that NFT if I'm buying into the culture, and the value that I can get is engaging with the community. And the time that I spend with that community is value. It doesn't need to, like, say I buy it for like 50 bucks, right? I spend a couple of hours or days or weeks with the community. If I have a good time and that NFT ends up going to zero, like, sure, I might be like, oh, fuck, the community rugged or the project rugged. We forget about the value and the time that we spent and the fun that we had, right? But in like our outside world, when we buy a ticket to a movie, we don't go watch a movie and go, oh, that was fucking shit, you know, waste the money. Cool. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Rama, do you have Rama? Do you feel like you're a part of a fun community when me and you are on the same space? <laughs> uh, I Cosmos lately hasn't been uh, very fun. Uh, well, most look, of the, I, most I, most I, of the fun that I've had recently is like checking out like the shit that's been going on with Yayo and uh, Malays yeah. and stuff. Where like. The videos and stuff they put out is hilarious. Like it, yes. it's fun, and then you're like you jump back into Cosmos Twitter, and it's just like drama and DPS. And yeah. there needs to be well, a balance, right? You need to you need to have both. You can have drama and DPS, but you need to be able to like 
have some content that people want to engage with and have a good time. Otherwise, people yeah. just step away. Yeah, I, I, you know, I totally agree with you, man. Um, would you say some some? Uh, let me ask Don. Let me ask Don. Don first. Don Kryptonium. Uh, do you believe that some karaoke or some singing maybe can liven up the spaces? What do you think, sir? I'm I'm not really sure. Like because sometimes I think like if you make spaces like oh let's do karaoke, it 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 might be sometimes forced. Uh, which which could backfire in the in in the back way like uh, uh in the bad way so yeah i'm not i'm not sure like uh, people can sing but like it's it's very difficult to to do this on on spaces so um yeah i you know i don't know i'm just like community member so i also don't know what works what um what doesn't but I, I like to be an observer. And most of the communities didn't have the entertainment value that, that I've seen. And and also like because Rarma said, like um about yeah, the value doesn't really have to be the financial. So I, I, I give you guys example. I was on some spaces with uh the gods, right? And uh and 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 someone said uh, after after the Elon tweeted the milady, you know, like it wasn't planned. Like that was that was, that was the best part. Like I, I'm quite confident, milady kind of knew it's gonna happen. Like they, it was like effortless. It was like sheer belief. It's, I think probably because Grimes Grimes she has a she's a holder. I think. I'm not sure, but like it was, but but she she was holder maybe for the reason, right? Because of it has this cultural value. And on this spaces, I could hear the gods like, yeah, I know right now Frank is using all of his political power so Michael Saylor will tweet about the gods. That was, I was like, and you think it's a good thing. And, and the, the reason, like, it's nonsense. Like, so if you see the value in this community, right? If you're part of the community like this, where your founder is using all of his power to make sure that Michael Saylor will tweet about your project. Like, I feel bad for you, right? And he, I, and he won't because Michael Saylor is not is not too much into NFTs or anything other than Bitcoin. So yeah, but anyway, like even if it's like someone, yeah, I'm using the political power to make sure Elon Musk tweet about this. If you also part of this, like I feel bad for you. That's and most of the communities are like this. Most of the communities believe, yeah, we have value. Hopefully, Elon Musk tweet about us one day. That's not value. That's that's being a donkey, right? Don Kryptonium, you have the power. Don Kryptonium has the power. Well, I don't have that. You no, know, I think but he's yeah, saying the money. opposite. I think he's saying that you guys, you know, all the Cosmo people need to to figure out what they stand for, you know, and, and build something, some culture and find what brings them together. <sighs> yes, okay, guys. That's the, that's the... It's been great being up here. Um, I don't want to ruin your spaces, Don, because I honestly feel like singing some karaoke, but I won't do that here out of respect, out of respect for Don Kryptonium. It's okay. It's okay. We, we, 
uh, we might do it next time. Uh, thank you, King, for, for coming. This, this space actually turned into something very different than we planned, and uh, I think it's quite um, quite cool. I know Danny wants to say something, and, and maybe we can wrap it up in a few minutes. We're going for like over two hours. So yeah, initially, was, was... in the first minutes of this, this is recorded space, by the way. I, I made it recorded. Um, in first few minutes, I said maybe like thirty minutes, but yeah, it turned into something much bigger, which was quite quite nice. Go on, Danny. Yeah, I was just gonna say I agree with what you guys are saying about value. I mean, what's the value in a banana strapped to a wall or um, an artist that has a uh, you know her her bed with uh, with condoms and period pads spread all around? There's yeah, there's nothing inherently valued uh in in um nfts but it's the value is in the community you know the people that that actually um see something in that in the in the art and and want to build on that and um and buy it because of the love of it and other people will then see the value in it but there's no there's no inherent value in in any art yeah and like also in most i want to add like so you know I want to share like the first time when I got like to Milady Discord, it was like, and maybe Todd seen the same thing. You get to Discord and and the wall of text is just flashing. And and it's the most random shit ever. And out of this random shit, something funny comes out sometimes, something cool comes out, something very clever comes out, and it's just pure entertainment. And then you go to some other NFTs and it's GM, 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 GN, 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 GM, 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 GN, GN, GN. And it's all day like this. And it's like... Don, I think it should be like this. I think it should be like GM, like opera singing. You know, it shouldn't just be GM. It should be with enthusiasm. I would still not want to be part of this. I would still not enjoy that. I see. I see. Yeah, this doesn't this doesn't work. Like seriously, the GM, like GM, GNs, like I don't know. It's not really. I mean, don't mind you saying that, but if if that's all you have, you're not gonna make it. You're just not gonna make it. Um, you you need to have soul, right? Like so. Um, yeah. Like the question would be too many. Is your does your NFT has the soul? Right. That um, okay. Should we wrap it up? Yes. 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 I can yeah. show you. I can show you some soul, Don. Can I? Can I give you five seconds of some opera singing? Just five seconds. Okay. Like I. I promise it will be good. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I. I. I actually got ranked. So I, I can't hear that. Um, so thank you guys for 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 staying here. Uh, Thanks, Todd, Don. Thank, thank you. Thank you, so thank much, you for being here. Like that you, was you a great. This is a great space, of, Dan. Yeah, you it dropped was, uh, a lot it was of awesome great stuff. It was, uh, it was cool. Cool hearing from you. Some valuable insights. Thanks. Oh yeah. And, and, so yeah, too, I, I think yeah, thanks. many people got like great insights from you. So thank you, everyone. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's and, touch and, and make, you know, make your day. stuff, you know, come together, figure something out. You guys can do it, I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Enjoy, enjoy your night. I Thank guess. you. Yeah. yeah, let's stay in touch, Todd.
Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was a Don Kryptonium space, initially titled Piece of Sheet, and then ended up being titled Exploring Stargaze NFT Marketplace. Recorded on Wednesday, May 17th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to check out some new tunes, head on over to ImagineTheSmell.org. And like Taoism, there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Tripping on the bird app, listening to nerds flap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some crop powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up the bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preach an open sauce, but don't listen to the code, and now it's mutiny, community, uprise. There's no more humility, futility, plus size. Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal. Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles? Motherfucking west side shit, needle and noose, sticking with my armory, yam, beta, and Bruce, repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth, like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam. Is it really worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. They started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, this shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee jerk More evolution, less shit Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat Now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you, you would be like don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces.